And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Hash shows are available on iTunes, search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone, get the iHeartRadio app, available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com and we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Cornflake. Uh, good morning, Corbin. Good morning, Hampy. Good morning. Tuesday, so we got listener emails today. We're also qualifying people every hour for the 2015 Polaris Razor 900 ATV that we're giving away with Miller Lite. Thomas Moffat of Jenks is qualified. Congratulations, Thomas. <laughs> Hello, Moffat. I like his last name. Moffat. 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 <laughs> Poor Tom. Can't, can't win for losing, Gimpy, can you? Nope. Gimpy put the phonetics on there, and it's Moffat. <laughs> so we got listener emails today, like I said. Plus, we've got to tell the truth. It'll be your chance to get to know the show better. We actually, we have listener emails, right? We also have actual listener mail. All right. Oh, wow. So Wait, what? Yeah. So we have listener email, 
And then apparently one of our older listeners sent mail. Oh, so cool. <laughs> I, I believe the kids refer to it as snail mail. Cool. Dude, getting snail mail is the most exciting thing ever. Oh, I gazzy. love it. It's so much better than yeah, email. Yeah, big word not accurately used. I Usually know. when yeah. I get snail mail, it's a bill or collections or right. something. It's never anything really? good. I, yeah. I thought Salina Highbanks was pretty exciting. That was pretty exciting, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Riding in a race car. That was exciting. Mail, not on the same level. I not get, on the I same. I excited. I'm sorry your lives aren't as fun, but when I get... No, like, my lives are more fun. That's actually what we're saying. No. <laughs> we're saying excited. that things no. like racing, racing uh, cars on a dirt track is way more exciting than getting something from, uh, you know, Dick's Sporting Goods. No, I mean, like... When for you're, 15% when, like, off. A friend or something writes a letter... And you're like, oh. Who and does that? Like, okay, so when my friends were like out on deployment and stuff, they would send hand letters and I or packages, and I'd be like, oh, you, you mean your grandpa? No, like my my. They don't get they don't they, they didn't do emails when you were on ships. They did, but we also sent each other packages and stuff. Really? Yes. Well, I, packages, okay, yeah, you can't send that, but and like letters and like postcards. My friend Rose, she would send me a postcard for every port that she went to. And it's so exciting getting like a, a hand letter because you don't get those anymore. So like you're going through and it's like bills, whatever, catalog, you know, that stuff's not exciting. But then when it's like, oh, to my buddy Corby, love old friend. And it's like a little, you know, envelope. You get excited. No, I don't. If I see him like a letter in my mailbox from a family friend or a relative, I'm like, oh, God, hmm. what's this? <laughs> Who have I made mad now? Oh, because they wrote you a letter? No, I'm just saying that, like, anybody that wants to talk to me will either call or they will write an email. Or they'll, you know, do the least possible effort, which is Facebook. Yeah, that's why it means more when you get a letter or something. That's what I'm saying. No one does it. They don't write. Ship, I'll give you, I'll give you like, being in the military. That make yes, I get it. Outside of that, No. So and I can understand being in the military and getting selling that being exciting. Sure. But now that you're not in the military. It's still in my brain that I get excited. I get more excited for like the UPS driver. FedEx guy. Or the you, FedEx guy. Yeah, you know something good's coming. Yeah. Out. Yeah, that's true because it's a package. But usually you send those to yourself, right? I <laughs> know. I order something and yeah. then Amazon sends it to me. Yeah, that's I don't. I, mean. I don't wrap it up, take it to the UPS store, and then it gets sent to myself. That's what I mean. It's something for you that you ordered. It's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Right, right. Somebody loves me. Right. It's hey, me. everybody! Look what I got. Uh, it's a package. I wonder what it could be. It's exactly what I wanted. Somebody knows me well. Right. I love when something like that shows up from UPS and you're not sure what it is. Oh, it's great. And you're like, ah, what did we, ah, fun, what did we get? What did we order? Was I drunk ordering? <laughs> That's what I was saying. We were talking about this the other day was I'll get on Amazon or eBay or something and order something and then completely forget about it. Two weeks later, it shows up. I'm like, oh, my God, what did I get myself? This is so exciting. That's exciting. I've done that on eBay where you're just ordering stuff and you're like, oh, no. What did I get from Zimbabwe? <laughs> the weirdest thing I ever got delivered was a cookie jar, just a clear glass cookie jar. Why? Yeah, I don't know. I was drunk. Probably because it was an amazing deal. You 99 cents. <laughs> like 49 cents and then $7 shipping. <laughs> I've sold stuff on eBay, and that's what you do is you hike up the shipping cost so you know you make money. Makes sense. Because nobody's going to buy... 
clear jar for 10 bucks. Like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is when you sell stuff online is that you hike up the shipping costs. Because when you buy something online, rarely do you not buy something because of the shipping costs. I'm not saying it doesn't happen. I'm just saying rarely. And I wouldn't say everybody checks the shipping costs. Like, right. Oh, my God. 99 cents. Yeah, excellence. Right. You know, uh, $5 shipping. Yeah. yeah. I do it with books. If I want to buy, like, a book, I'll buy it used most of the time. And then it'll be 99 cents used in brand new or fairly new condition. And then it's $7 shipping. You're like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I just paid $7 for a book that I could have bought the brand new one on, on you know, downloaded to my phone for 7 bucks. <laughs> I love buying stuff online. Yeah. I, I think it's awesome. I just get nervous with put, punching in my credit card information. Why? I don't know. It just makes me nervous. Like It's more dangerous for you to go to the grocery store and use it. Really? Yes. Or when you go to a restaurant. Definitely a restaurant. Do you know that when most, that there are rings of people that are like crime rings that are waiters or waitresses and you give them your card, where do they go? Out of your line of sight. And what do they do? They test snap photos of your your credit card. So they have your number and they do the back. So they have your Three-digit code. Yes. Scary. But you don't want to put it online in a little bit more secure scenario. I never thought about that. Is that why the Apple Snap Pay, or that's why they invented that? Do you pay on your phone so that way people can't, like, take pictures of it? Um, I I don't know. But is that what it relieves? Because that that has never made sense to me why the Apple Snap Pay is like even an option. I'm like that seems. Are you like referring more... to Apple Pay? I'm not sure why you're calling it Snap Pay. What is well, that? Because you put it you put it in, on that thing and it just like, like okay minus word Snap Apple Pay. <laughs> <laughs> the Apple Pay. If I understand it correctly, the problem with credit card theft in America is you scan your card and now your number is in their system. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the way we currently do it. A chip. Those people have chips on their cards and things like the Apple Pay. What that does is it never gives them your card, never gives them your info. It just gives a confirmation number. Okay, so for then, reference, like when Target got hacked and all those other places, then if you paid with your Apple phone, then it doesn't you you wouldn't get hacked, right? Is that what you're saying? Allegedly. Okay, that makes sense now. Allegedly, I don't know if that's true. When you go some places, when you go eat, they bring a machine and put it on your. Debt, like on your table where you're eating, uh-huh. and scan it right in front of you. So your card never leaves your site. Oh, that's good. Yes. I don't think I've ever been in a restaurant that did that, though. What I love is like Target. I'll use Target as a great example. They had this big credit card breach, and they're like, we're going to change things. It's bad. Never again. And they made it where you, you can have your you can use that chip, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know about y'all, but I have one credit card that has the chip in it. And I'll go to use it, and they're like, yeah, that's not working. <laughs> I'm like, Wow. You guys are taking this seriously, huh? Uh, I had somebody in line in front of me try to pay with their Apple phone, and they're like, "Ah, we, we don't, we don't accept that yet." And I'm like, "But it's been around for like a year. How do you guys not accept it?" it I think you have to pay. Fine. No, I think as, as a merchant, you have to like pay for the service. Oh, yeah. It doesn't come automatically ready to use on your phone. You can just use it anytime you want. You can use it on your phone, but the business has to uh. have that service. It's like uh, accepting Visa or MasterCard. That isn't just something that comes with your your at-home business store kit. Like, you have to pay for that service. (laughs) And here's, I don't know if you know this, but when you use your Visa or MasterCard, Sam, do you know that they charge the business money for every time you use it? No. That's why some places have the minimum. Right, because they want it to be worth. 
make sure they make money. Like, for instance, bars. I think that's the most common thing. It's like minimum $10 purchase on your card so they can cover their ass. Because they charge them like, what, 80 cents or something like that? I'm not sure. I don't know. I'm not sure if it's like a percentage of the sale or per transaction. Or I'm sure like a big place like Target has a different arrangement than, you know, you know, Antoinette Baking Company on Brookside, you know? Yeah, probably like they're 5% and they're always pushing. You want to save 5% today? No, never. I don't ever want to save 5% at Target. Don't you, ever why? Ask me. Why? Because then they, they run your credit and like there's, it's 5% is not even tax. Like it's not even, to me, not even worth it to like hold up the line and be a pain and get another credit card that you don't need. For 5%, that's literally not even tax. It's getting to a point when you go and buy stuff, like they're asking so many questions. Like just to, you're like, oh my god! <laughs> I see. Yes, I had an enjoyable experience. No, I don't want to give to you know pets in need. Why do I need this four foot long receipt for one item? <laughs> right, <laughs> with eight coupons for pet food when I don't even own a pet. I've seen a guy gets his receipt and he takes it on the side of the counter and he rips off just the part that has his receipt and hands the like hands it back to the guy who's making minimum wage <laughs> that just really wants to pay off his drunk driving bill. Right. And he's just, and he's just like, hands it to the guy like, here you go. <laughs> I'm showing you. And the, guy, the kid's like, what? What do you want me to do? I'll throw you, I don't need this. You. I don't need this. <laughs> okay. Fighting the man. They literally have trash cans on your way out. You don't. Have, you can just throw it away on your own. And <laughs> who keeps the receipt? Scene. Who keeps the receipt anymore? If I buy something big, like over a hundred dollars, I'll keep the receipt just in case I have to return it. Really? Yeah. Why? Well, because like, for example, I bought um, a duvet cover and it was like a hundred and twelve. I gave you a duvet cover. Why are you buying one? I'm just kidding. Calm, calm I'm just down. kidding. I'm exactly. Just kidding. So <laughs> since you gave me one I and care. I liked the one that you gave me, I went to return that one and I saved my receipt. Most I wasn't places, sure if I was going to like yours or not. I'm so. just teasing. Most places, they if you buy with a credit card, you don't even need a receipt. Why? Because they oh. just look up your transaction via your credit card. I didn't know they could do that. Yeah. When I went to Macy's um, last weekend, they emailed me my receipt. I was like, oh, fancy. <laughs> I was excited about it. I was <laughs> like, no, I don't need that because you emailed it to me. Right. Awesome. And then when you go to look for it, you'll be like, what? Receipt. <laughs> <laughs> What's my password again? Oh, geez. And now they're going to blow up your inbox with all sorts to- of Macy's garbage. <laughs> Macy's is not garbage. <laughs> Macy's can blow up my inbox. I literally can't think of one thing I want from Macy's. No. I've got a watch there. That's literally Wait, it. Were you 10? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean a watch? I found a watch I liked about five or six years ago, which I've since lost. Right. Who wears yeah. a watch anymore? I thought it was awesome. It was... Uh, you could see all the gears and like it was clear on both sides, and it, I just thought it was completely badass. It was a Swatch watch, right? No, interchangeable bands. I think it was fossil and it was kinetic, so it wound itself, and it was awesome. But, but you I lost, lost it. it. So yeah. aw- so awesome. You didn't care where you left it. No, yeah, I, it's gone. It's long gone. <laughs> I can't think of a thing I want from Macy's. I can think of a whole shopping spree of stuff I want from Macy's. What oh. is the most useless? Now nah, we probably shouldn't have that discussion. What's the most useless store? Because to me, a store like Macy's is completely useless. What? Yeah. What do I need it for? They have home goods. They have cl- they have nice clothes. They have like a whole, all their like, you know, they've got cologne and makeup. Cologne? Now, yeah. You don't use cologne? I'm n- no. Do you smell good? I know because I use soap. <laughs> you, you, don't, you don't have any cologne that you nope. use? Nope. I put deodorant on oh. and that's it. Hmm. Um, the most useless store... Uh, probably a sports store. What? Yeah. 
What I'm do probably I going get from there. Sporting goods. No, no, no. I meant like the, the that have like jerseys with team names on it, or like you know those kind of things. Like I own one jersey that I just bought to look cute at a football game, and I wear sometimes. Right. But like to me, that's pretty useless. No way. Sporting goods stores are not useless. Not sporting goods, but sports stores like that have the you know. Like, give me the name of the store. Um, like. Ah, the ESPN shopper, like the with the ESPN <laughs> shop. Where's that? They have all like the sports memorabilia stuff in it. They have like the clocks that are like, oh, this is a Chiefs clocks or a yeah, yeah. Clocks. My favorite are the Chiefs high heels they sell. <laughs> I'm not joking. They sell Chiefs high heels. They do. Did you buy some for Alex? No, God, no. If they can <laughs> put it on the logo, they can fit it on anything. They will put yes. it on something. The if you have it, like you love the Chargers. Oh no, Chargers or Cardinals? What is your thing? Chargers. Not Cardinals? No, you're, like you're rah rah Arizona. Yeah, but I I don't really like their colors that much. <laughs> All right, they're red and white. Right, they're red and white. What's the no? Problem? They're red and gold. They're red and gold. Are you sure? I mean, they've got yellow in them, yellow goldish in so the Cardinals. Do, so does the Chargers. But they're mostly their stuff's blue and yellow. It just looks better together. I don't know why. <laughs> they're complementary <laughs> colors, I guess. I don't so know. if they make it to the Super Bowl. Who, Arizona again? It, no. Oh, Chargers, Chargers, your favorite team. Okay, yeah. And they have a chance to win it. Mm-hmm. You're not going to buy something. Like, you're going to a part, a watch party. You're not going to buy something to wear. I already have something to wear. But, uh, I, yes, I would. But okay. But to me, that, that would be, like, a very special occasion. So, to me, that store is still useless. Because there would be one time. Not know? if you live there. No. If you live there, most people, like Chiefs games. When we go to a Chiefs game, we always stop at a place on the way to buy Chiefs stuff. So we have new chief stuff to wear. I mean, I guess it makes sense because you need to like have an update jersey. Because I think who's on the back of my jersey doesn't even play for the Chargers yeah. anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to look like a rookie. May- <laughs> There's not one thing at Macy's I can't get anywhere else. Yeah, even Walmart. <sighs> yeah, even Walmart. No, I mean, they sell makeup there you can't get at Walmart. I'm just stomping that. Okay, Amazon. Amazon literally has everything. Yes. It's like the world of stuff. Right. <laughs> Yeah. All right. We'll, we'll digress a little bit. <laughs> so we've got listener emails today. We have actual mail we're going to read. We're going to qualify more people for the 2015 Polaris uh, ATV that we're giving away from the folks at Miller Lite and Fifth Gear Cycle and TNT Power Sports. So be listening for your chance to get qualified for that. Plus, to tell the truth, we'll be back. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listener emails are coming up. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. We read your emails live on the air, or if you're somebody who lives an exciting life, feel free to mail it to us through the mail at 2625 South Memorial. Sam would be very, it would be the most amazing, exciting thing ever for Sam. Yeah, I love it. She would probably tinkle a little bit in her panties. Oh. That's how excited she would get. No comment. That's so weird. It's time for what's the world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Suspicious bear paw found in Chinese restaurants. 
Bear Paw Soup. <laughs> Bear Paw Soup. <laughs> this was in Canada. There was a fire at a Chinese restaurant. Uh, first responders responded, and on the inspection of the premises, for whatever reason, they thought they should check the refrigerators. And within the refrigerator, they found a bear paw and parts of a bear. Authorities don't know. I mean, it's Canada. That makes sense. Yeah, like, what? I don't know why that's story. Because they're assuming that they made soup out of it or something? They, like- they are looking into that. They don't know. Uh, this uh, black bear species in Canada allegedly isn't endangered. But they're no one. Is, they are currently investigating to see to check the legality of, <laughs> well, having a bear in the restaurants and the possibility of serving it. Or they went bear hunting and they didn't have the freezer space, and they're like, "Well, we got this thing giant thing at work. Right. That <laughs> I'm just put like in there." They're looking like I don't even know how that's a news story. They're like, um, "We don't know if it's illegal or not. We're not quite sure of the legalities. We don't know if they are allowed to have this, but I mean, in case they're not, here's a press release." Oh no, like, it's just a headline story. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's for people to go, bear? Oh, my God, in Canada? <laughs> Apparently it worked because we're all reading it, but, like, that just doesn't, like, if I was at restaurant, I'd be pissed. I'd be like, we're not even doing anything wrong. And, of course, they, on the article, it has the saddest picture of a bear right. ever seen. <laughs> Bears are one of those things I don't care if they get killed. Really? Yeah. They're terrifying, man. Yeah. There's, there's a picture out there of a shaved bear on the Internet. One of the scariest damn things I've ever seen in my life. Just sounds so awesome that you looked for that. No, I you got to go looking for that. That just doesn't stumble across in your you know pred- you know predictive text in Google. Incorrect. Right. No, it, it showed up from so, l- looking up strange things. Right. That's my yeah, point. Like shaved bear. I didn't look up shaved bear. Let's you can see, look up uh, shaved bear. Let's see if I can uh, look up shaved bear. So let's how see if did I can you just find shaved and, bear if you didn't look it up? Just curious. Shaved how do you stumble across bear. shaved bear? I just said. Genet- no. Searching for weird things. Shaved bear. <laughs> Terrifying. Shaving child's head uh, bear. What? <laughs> 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 Hiding human hair. Bears, what? <laughs> uh, porta potty tipped over because of man's filthy behavior. Um, this is amazing. So there's a homeless man who was in a porta potty and he kept um, vigorously masturbating and flashing other homeless people while the door was open. <laughs> and a group of homeless people got so mad about it that they got together and tipped over the porty potty with the creeper inside of it as punishment for being disgusting. <laughs> Every time he opens the door, he's like... <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> uh, a woman said that um, he was flashing us over and over again, and we asked him multiple times, and he wouldn't stop. Homeless people <laughs> being upstand- upstanding citizens and getting all vigilante. Yeah, against another homeless guy. <laughs> yeah, right, that's bizarre. That's awesome. Like, so you're, you're giving us, us a, a bad, bad name. name. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> He said that um, one of the guys said it worked. The grabby guy was covered in fecal matter when the Portland Fire and Rescue arrived. And um, other than being. But what happened when they tipped the porta potty over? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. 
Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, uh, you done, Sam? <laughs> well, no. The, the sergeant, the uh, police officer said, um, I think justice has been done. I'm not going to cite him or everything. I'm just going to give him a stern warning. Because he smells horrible. <laughs> right. You don't want to be around him. You don't exactly. want to hose him down. They don't yeah. want to bring him in for questioning. Or you handcuff him. I watched, <laughs> watched episodes of Cops where they're like, we got to hose him down before we take him in. And they literally go to like the like the patrol station and pull up next to like the hose and they spray him down. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. that's a bad day on the job. Well, think of the consistency that it's that a spraying down will do the job. It's just going to mix it up and maybe reactivate uh, no, no, some no, of the no, stink. No. Think of the consistency that spraying down would do the job. Uh, this isn't a Oh. I'm trying to think of this, Yeah. This is like Ice tea, not Play-Doh. <laughs> Suspects asked a woman to drop assault charges by exposing his penis. Uh, 32-year-old Wiley Sanders of Tuscaloosa, Alabama, was arrested last week for an incident that happened back in May. Now, he had showed up at the door of his victim and asked her to drop the assault charges on him, which makes sense. Now, according to court documents... Mr. Sanders offered to have sex with the victim, but left when she said no. She says that he came back a few hours later, and when she opened the door, Mr. Sanders dropped his pants and exposed his penis. He then offered to come inside or maybe go back to his place. She declined once again, closed the door, and called the police, reported the incident. They issued an arrest warrant for Mr. Sanders and ended up picking him up and booked him into Tuscaloosa County Jail, but he's been released since then on a bond. I don't know if that would, you know, work for me, Sam. If you had charges on somebody and they showed their junk, would you drop them? Depends. Depends. Yeah. <laughs> How nice your junk is. <laughs> is that one of those, let me see and then I'll decide? Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's one of those, I'm not making decisions now. No I promises. Get I, guarantee, I guarantee the charges would never get dropped against me. <laughs> <laughs> Big sex party organized for disabled people. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a sex party in Toronto this summer, and it's organized by Stella Palakorva. Palakorva. Uh, she has muscular dystrophy and advocates for disabled awareness. She says she's tired of people thinking the disabled don't want sex or intimacy. Newspaper says, quote, the naysayers are just subconsciously having hating the fact that people in wheelchairs are having great sex, better sex than a lot of people are having called deliciously disabled the <laughs> event will let in disabled and able-bodied people when the doors open on august 14th at buddies and bad times theater and lgbtq cabaret and stage space the events guests there's room for 25 disabled and 40 standing would be able to see burlesque performances wear masks or attend workshop on toys according to the local paper they can have sex, too, but that's optional, according to Andrew Gerza, who has cerebral palsy and helped organize the party. He says it's about raising awareness in a world where few bars are wheelchair accessible, and many believe the disabled have no libido or could be easily injured in bed. I think there's a lot of fear around sex and disability, and the fear can take away from the fun. This newspaper says that some are murmuring, ew, to which one of the organizers says, each their own. No progress is ever made without controversy. Amen. Yeah. 
I like Amen. That's awesome. What a great line. <laughs> Bang your brains out. That is awesome. Get it. Right? Yeah. So, uh, Cornflake, would you ever have sex with a disabled woman? Uh, what severity of disabled are we talking? It doesn't matter. Yeah, the, 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 what, uh, what would be, for you, would be severe, severely disabled in your mind? I'm thinking uh, vegetable state. <laughs> sure. Okay, uh, inca- that doesn't count because that, no. they're incapable of making decisions. That's like no consent, so that's rape. We didn't ask if you wanted to rape a disabled person. <laughs> but she probably Isn't it weird that I said sex with a disabled person? He thought of a vegetative state. <laughs> Let's just go with somebody in a wheelchair. A quadriplegic for the conversation. Quadriplegic. Yeah, wow. you're going to have to lift her out of the wheelchair. Jeez. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think I could do that now. Really? Just because yeah. of the disability, huh? Like the effort lifting out of her wheelchair, like quadriplegic also involves uh, <laughs> they have a helper at all times. Well, <laughs> no, not right then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I, I don't think I could do that. I don't know. Okay, Sam. Uh, yeah. Gimpy. Totally, man. Yeah, if I was attracted to him, sure. Why not? What's a little more effort? <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna try harder. Yeah. They're out to. They want an encore. Yeah. They're, they're, they can't really oh. try anything. What are you talking about? Quadriplegic? Okay, paraplegic. I'm just using disability. You're the one that needed an example. <laughs> You're the one that needed some like vegetative state or something to really get your head around it. I'm just saying that any, as long as I was attracted to the person, I wouldn't care if they were disabled or not. Yeah, I don't think that, that would not stop me. Cornflake, though, he sees somebody in any wheelchair or... Kane and he's like, yeah, I don't think no, so. I'm far too good for that. Too easy. <laughs> I want a bit of a struggle. Right. <laughs> uh, all right. We got to take a break. Listen to emails. You can always email us. Show at KMOD.com. We'll be back. Let's go, people. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We got a text that somebody wanted us to play this based off the discussion we were just having about the uh, the handicapped sex orgy that's going on. So, <laughs> My vagina ain't handicapped, vagina ain't handicapped, so what I can't walk, my vagina ain't handicapped. <laughs> you snorted dude i have heard that i don't know how many times uh, and i could just see biggie laughing because that's totally his he found that he's like ah oh, awesome oh uh, hi chris how are you what's up guys <laughs> uh all right so let's talk about sports chris yeah is there's a lot the going on last night man let me tell you guys yeah the women's soccer thing <laughs> Did you get? Did you get to watch it all? No, I, I, wa- so. I watched American Ninja Warrior with the with, <laughs> the, Tulsa, watch, yeah. with the Tulsa zookeepers in it. Oh, what was the Tulsa zookeeper? There were like two or three Tulsa zookeepers that were in it last night. Really? Yeah, they got uh, they got eliminated fairly quickly. I think at the same uh, obstacle that they get eliminated last night. Wow! But, so if you weren't watching that, then you had to be watching the Women's World Cup. I actually 
you know, no, no apologies because I'm the sports guy. I actually ended up watching a documentary on the NFL Network about the draft when Peyton Man- or Eli Manning begged his way out of San Diego. I watched the Women's World Cup game, and I ended up watching a baseball game that went 16 innings last night for a trip to the College World Series. So, wow, my sports cup is runneth full over. and runneth over. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you about sports that nobody gives an s about right now. I don't. Th- I think. People you care. think the Women's World Cup is registering at all? Uh, n- no. Okay. <laughs> but I do think the patriotism that will come with it the further along they go, because they're one of the favorites, and they, Australia was one of the people they thought could beat them, the fact that they destroyed them yep. um, means that like there's some hope that they could win again. Here's a question I have. What would be the reaction if the United States men's team had a goalkeeper who was their star but had domestic violence charges looming over him. Yeah. We would be destroying him oh, yeah. right now. Why aren't we with Hope Solo? Because we're, we're hypocrites in the media. <laughs> I mean, here is, some, here is someone that is about to have charges refiled against her. Yeah. That new evidence has come to the surface about actually what took place. And everyone's kind of like, oh, she's recovered. They, ESPNW does this huge piece about her and how she's fought back. Listen, I'm not trying to say you can't bounce back in life, right? People make mistakes and they come back from them. But I kind of think she bullied her way into a lot of the uh, charges being dropped. And I think she had some help from people. Obviously, she has money, so she had good attorneys. Uh, so I'm telling you right now, I, I am really intrigued to see how this gets covered. This is the, like the side story to all this. Yes, we won last night 3-1 to one over Australia. But how do we handle the Hope Solo saga? Because it's it's kind of taking on an, a life form of itself in but the way it's, it's being covered it's, right now. It's handled completely different because female domestic violence isn't mm-hmm. taken as seriously as male domestic Very violence. True. Very true. Which which is unfortunate. And, and and this was also a little bit of family on family. It was... Uh, fi- sister, right? Oh, yeah, it was female on female. Yeah. The sister said she thought Hope Solo was going to kill her. Yeah, she thought she was going to die and what? said that she what? she told her she was going to kill her. So this she was is, drunk, right? Hope Solo was drunk. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She was plastered. Apparently, she kind of likes to party. So uh, she's my kind of girl. But uh, so this will be a storyline <laughs> to follow. We did win last night, but and and it's also network versus network because Fox Sports One has the World Cup, but ESPN was the network that broke the story about with an outside the lines investigation about the renewed investigation. So let's see how that goes. I have one other quick story. We oh, fine. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Chargers are getting ready to try to move. That, right. Yeah, San Diego and Oakland. Sorry. And by the way, your jersey is Antonio Gates. He's awesome. He's one of the best players on the Chargers, so Woo! he's not retired. Jesus, I wanted to turn my car into oncoming traffic <laughs> driving in. Um, <laughs> she but, will forget later. <laughs> I know, right? And she's like, are we the Cardinals? And uh, Anyway, uh, do you want to know what they're fighting over? So the Chargers are negotiating right now with the city of San Diego, just like the Raiders are negotiating with Oakland. They're is it give- still Qualcomm? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it is. They're, they're, it's a great stadium. Yes, but it's uh, it's it's antiquated for what they need. Right. Um, not like the Coliseum. Not like Oakland, not, Oakland Coliseum. Right. Exactly. Not like sewage runneth over in the dugout or yeah. anything like that. So both teams are giving their city a chance to try to negotiate a deal to keep them there. Uh, the Chargers are currently fighting with San Diego over Facebook. Because what? <laughs> apparently the group girls? that's that exactly teenage girls, Good apparently Lord. the group that's trying to help them negotiate bought a Facebook ad 
that claimed that the Chargers were trying to sabotage the negotiations. So you know those stupid click ads that you're like, you're never going to believe what happened next. Right, earn $30 an hour Right, exactly. So one of the ads that I guess showed up in San Diego's Facebook feeds for a lot of people was, are Chargers sabotaging deal with San Diego? And apparently it was like the most massive ad you can buy for San Diego. And so the the Chargers are going to tell on them to the NFL. That was the line that was used right here, and, and I don't make this up. The Chargers threatened to complain to the NFL that the mayor is offending them <laughs> over a Facebook <laughs> ad. Do they have those negotiations with the mayor? They don't, no, do they? They have, like, city manager or something they, that does they, the discussion. Every, the people that are involved with them are this the Lincoln Club, who was actually brought in to take care of the uh, negotiation, and then San Diego has it with the county and the county commissioner and the mayor. So, yeah, the, over a Facebook ad right now, they're fighting, like, Little boys and little girls. So we'll see if anything gets done. Right. This this behemoth of mo- this money factory <laughs> is asking for no taxes. Is right. basically what's going on here. And, and then they want to get mad over maybe what five hundred dollar Facebook ad. Uh, two quick scores from last night. Lightning beat the Blackhawks three to two. That's the Stanley Cup Finals. I know you're all watching. Tampa Bay's up two to one in that best of seven. They're and still playing. The Big Twelve will be represented in Omaha at the College World Series. TCU beats Texas A and M in sixteen innings by the final score of five to four. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. I'm Chris Plank on the Big Man Morning Show. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We are giving away a Polaris with the folks from Miller Lite. A 2015 Polaris Razor 900. All you need to do is be listening to get qualified. Matter of fact, we just qualified somebody. Cliff Wilson of Sepulpa is qualified. <laughs> is that right? Did I get that right? Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> right. Cliff Wilson <laughs> of Sepulpa got qualified. Uh, so be listening every hour to get qualified and then throughout the day with Lynn and Casey as well. I'm telling you, it is so hot. My air conditioner is going to explode. Oh, yeah? You can't get it cool enough <laughs> It ran house? for eight hours yesterday. Uh-huh. Nonstop. Yeah. Oh, damn, dude. No, not yeah. That's not right. It shouldn't do that. Well, it's it's getting warmer outside, so it takes sure. a lot more to cool off your house. But it shouldn't run eight hours. Maybe mine ran all day yesterday, and it seemed like it never got cool. I stepped outside uh, yesterday during the heat of the day, and it was at the apartment complex, and you could just hear all of them running at the same time. It was like 30 of them. I was thinking this, at the exact same time. I, I like summer. I like being outside. But this morning, I got like there was a bug on me when I got out of the car, and I'm like, ah, I hate summer. That's one of the things I hate. And this year's the year of the 17 year cicada. Oh the what? Yeah. What? The 17 year cicada. What does that mean? That sounds like a horror movie. What? Horror, that sounds like a horror movie. <laughs> 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 yes, I guess it could. What? So. Please explain. What is it? What Every is it? 17 years, there's supposed to be a, an inf, like a giant mass of cicadas. Those are the ones that jump in your hair? No, those are June bugs. Oh, Cicadas okay. are the loud things in the trees. Oh, and no- okay. Normally, they are late summer. Mm-hmm. But the 17-year, give or take a year, shows up at the beginning of the summer, and they last... Till like almost mid to late summer, and then the the normal every year cicadas appear. 
<laughs> and they're so. What do you? <laughs> I hate that. I hate bugs. I don't even. I don't like, especially when they're loud bugs, and you know that they're around. I don't like them. I hate June bugs. I don't like cicadas. Are just giant grasshoppers, right? No. No. I need to Google what a cicada is. Apparently, it's just this loud thing. They leave those leave their shells everywhere. <laughs> That's the other problem with the seventeen year is there'll be cicada shells everywhere. Yuck. Sometimes you find two of them, one mounted, the other one. Those no, that's, that's, you know, that's lucky. That's like a four-leaf clover. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, I did not know You should that. take it, keep it for your kid. Like, it's all good luck. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Oh, good. It wasn't just me that collected them as a kid. <laughs> right. Or as an adult. That would be bizarre if you collected cicada shells. Did you ever do collect bugs as a kid? Like, for me, in the summer, the thing that I remember as a kid was, and I don't see them here, is um, like... Uh, Fireflies? Yes, thank you. Lightning bugs, Dude, fireflies, same They thing. used to be everywhere around here when I was little. Like, you don't really don't see them anymore. I've n- I have not seen one since I've been here. I'm talking like when I grew up, wow. you would see lightning bugs. Like, they would, they were yeah. tons. That's how you could tell summer was, was amongst us. I have not thought about that. When I used to come here in the summer times, we would catch them in the jars. Yes, and, like, I and mean- shake the jar violently <laughs> to make them light up. I'm listen, horrible. Oh, I get right, it. Yeah. That's what we would do. Or we would take the little the lightning butt of it, you know, uh-huh. and, and like wipe it on our arm so we'd have the glow on our arm. My yep. sister used to rub it on my face, like because I would get so mad. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like the the bug juice part of it. Damn. Yeah, but I don't see them anymore. That's like the best part it, of the summer. They're not near as yeah. There's many anymore, but it's like it's still awesome. Like you're driving at nights and you hit one with your windshield and it smears on your windshield. Yeah, I, I, I always give a little chuckle every time. Like, <laughs> awesome. There's somebody that texted, I haven't even turned on my AC yet. Pfft. Well, you're dumb, right? I'm, I'm, I'm a badass. Yeah, yeah. Right. check it. You you're must bored. like sweating, right? Yuck. <laughs> no, I can't do it, man. I my like my AC at night. I want it cold. Oh, my wife bitches at me constantly. It's too cold in here. I said, what's like, cold? The AC. I said it like 68, 69, something like yeah, that. Yeah, at night, got to be that. I needed that temperature. I tell her it feels just fine to me. Yeah. Go yeah. put some pants on. Sam said something to me earlier. Because you do, you keep your AC cold too, right? Yeah. Like, I love it cold. Especially because you can, like, cuddle and in your bed. And I your read cats. that, um, like, if you sleep in the cold, that you're smarter. <laughs> your thermometer must be broken then. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like we used to I remember the summer playing we would play kick the can outside yeah kick the can is a game where you would hide for those who don't know there would be a coffee can imagine that and you had to you could call people out when you found them but your foot had to be on the can now someone would run and try and kick the can before you would call them out so you oh, okay. could leave the can to go find people hidden but to call them out your foot had to be on the can and you couldn't pick up the can and take it with you. No, the can can has to stay in one spot. And so then, listen, like listener, and so other people playing could come out and try to kick the can before you got to it. The first person to kick the can wins. Wow, there's a lot, of, a lot of rules for kick the can. It's actually not a lot of rules. We had a can. We kicked it at each other. <laughs> that was kick the can. That was kick the can it was. was ba- it was basically soccer without. Nets. How do you kick? How do you win the game? You well, then hurt, it's soccer until someone cries. Winner. What kind of weirdos do you have? Of course, it was a barbarian, caveman. You played a game called Kick the Can, and it was kicking the can 
at each other. Yes. That's soccer. It was basically soccer. Like, there was no goals to kick it in there. You just played until someone cried, and then game over. So it was like, hey, you guys want to play to kick the can? And they're like, yeah, yeah. Well, wait, how do you play? I've never played. Well, we just play until someone cries. That That's how you explained the game? Well, that sounds horrible. Pong. Yeah. <laughs> Is that how you explain I'm serious. Yes, that's literally how we played it. We kicked the can. We didn't have At each other. Yes. Until someone cried. Yeah, it was basically just a war amongst little kids. I've never played it that way. No. We played war. Yeah. But we didn't play kick the can war. Were you kicked a, <laughs> was the coffee can full? It was often a soup can. A soup can? Yeah. Empty or um empty, yes. Okay, wow. good. Yeah. It's kick the can, not kick the soup. <laughs> kick the soup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the we played that a lot as a kid. And I remember my dad, like his whistle would be the thing we knew to come home. Oh yeah. Boy, my dad could screech with a whistle. Yeah. Yeah, my dad too. But those are the games I played as a kid during the summer. We often played in the in the crick. Down in the crick is what my we dad played would in call the crick it. too. My you dad called it the crick. That crick. By God, I'm like dad, it's a creek for one, and it's hot outside. But we'd go out and play in the woods and uh, just terrorize nature. You know, oh, yeah. climb trees, you know, whatnots like that. Uh, what do you mean terrorize nature? I mean, climbing trees isn't terrorizing nature. Well, okay, so say you've got two lonesome squirrels sitting there trying to have their lunch. Well, when you go and interrupt their how lunch. Do you know, uh, like, just so I'm clear, how do you know they're having lunch and not like a brunch? you got a very good, I guess it's the time of the day if it's like well afternoon. If it's like two in the afternoon, you can bet. Are they eating bread are... and like peanut butter and jelly? Or do they open a basket maybe? Having mimosas. <laughs> having mimosas? They're not eating mimosas, I guess? Not That's how you know they're mimosas. having lunch? No. Yeah. But like if, if there'd be animals there just minding their own business, we'd wow, woogie, boogie, 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 and go scare them off. And... You'd woogie, boogie, boogie a squirrel. A squirrel or a rabbit or whatever else was outside. A right. flock of birds. Yeah. Did you ever kill an animal when you were younger? Oh, totally. Because we went played in the creek too and we went and played off the train tracks oh yeah and through cornfields and stuff were you looking for dead bodies yeah i mean totally you watch stand by me that's what you think you're going to find off the train tracks we actually found a rope swing into a pond which oh, is cool. even better than yeah which body. was a be- better victory yeah um but i don't re- i'm trying to remember if we killed i'm sure we did if- but i don't remember killing an animal like a little bird or whatever when we were younger uh we would take our bb guns out and we would yeah, and we'd shoot at, at the birds and at the squirrels, and if they happen to live, sweet, and if they died, oh well, we're just boys having fun. Right, right. I wasn't allowed to have a BB gun. Really? Wasn't allowed. Why not? Just too dangerous. You're going to put an eye out. Yeah, I don't know. Huh. I, I guess, I don't know if I didn't ask for one, or my they just, I don't rem- you know, it's not sticking out of my mind as like a, you know, I'm not scarred from being told I couldn't have one. I <laughs> got it. You know what I mean? So I'm just thinking I maybe I just didn't express an interest. Like, what age were you when you got a BB gun, Gimpy? I was 12, 12, still living in Alabama when, when I got my first did, daisy. Did you live out in the, in oh, an area, like in the open? In the woods. Okay. Deep in the woods. So and, like, yeah, we lived in the city mm-hmm. with neighbors, you know, less than, you know, 40 feet from your house or whatever. Right. So maybe that's why we didn't They didn't, didn't want you one. shooting out the neighbor's windows or yeah. anything like I had a cousin like that who lived in uh, Newkirk, Oklahoma, small town, lived in town. And uh, he got in trouble for taking his BB gun and shooting out the windows. This guy had a collection of old cars, antique cars, whatever. And he, my cousin, my cousin Clint, he went and shot out all the windows of all this guy's classic cars. With a BB gun? With a BB gun. Is that possible? Yeah. Does a BB gun have enough velocity to 
Shoot out like a window? Well, not you're not gonna like hit it and shatter it into a million pieces, but you'll put a hole in them. Okay, so he didn't shoot them out; he put a hole in, in the windows. Either which way, he's still shooting windows of classic cars that cost way more than than he did. Sure. So, yeah, he got in a lot of trouble. I think a pellet would probably do more damage. Yeah, totally. I would agree with that. Uh, worst accident you got in as a kid in the summer? Worst accident? Yes. Like just from being a kid and screwing around. This is fun. Um, my my aunt moved in with us when we was living in Alabama, and she had a 1986 uh, Ford Escort wagon. Nice. Yes. And That's uh, a car you don't see anymore. Really? No. <laughs> right? I saw a citation on the road the other day, and I was like, nice. Uh, so she had left to work one day and, and left the keys laying on the counter. Mm-hmm. And my brother goes and grabs the keys and fires it up. Hey, let's go for a ride. Sweet. We got six acres out here, right? Three of them were clear. So what we did was we took a chain and hooked it to the rear bumper of the car and connected the chain to a plank, maybe three feet wide by three feet wide. Like a plank of wood? Yes. Just like it was just, you holding it like it was loose or it was in the well, ground? There, there was, there was, the, we just had this extra wood, something my dad was building. Okay, so like a lo- it wasn't attached to anything? Yeah, we didn't okay. go and rip it off the house. Uh, so we take this plank, we attach it to the chain and attach it, we put a center block on it to get some weight down. My brother drives, I'm sitting on the back. Right, and he's pulling me around. On the back of the plank. On the back of the plank while my brother's driving. Okay. And he's pulling me around the fields, and we're having a good time. We had a nice, long gravel driveway. Anyhow, uh, my brother whips it one day, and then I come around from the back end and around the front of the car, and I look at him, and I wave. And right, I wave like when you when like a boat goes around a corner, like the velocity you know pulls you, the inertia pulls you around. Sure, exactly. And then he he it, that chain cracked, wham, and then I went flying down this gravel driveway of ours, skinned up road rash, my whole entire right side of my body. Yeah. That was probably the worst How fast were you going? I'd say, God, 25, 30. I don't know. I wasn't driving, but it seemed like 100 miles an hour as a kid on the back of a plank. (laughs) Sam, worst accident as a kid? Um, Like in the summer? I was at the lake here in Oklahoma, and I was just exploring. I like to go find rocks that I thought were pretty and like take them home. And um, there, it was just, I think it was out on, like, Mission Beach, like, you know, down in, like, you know, Maisie or whatever. I think it's called Mission Bend or something. Anyways, uh, it was kind of a dirty lake, and I cut my, it was, like, right above my ankle um, on the inside. I cut it with a open beer bottle and bled, like, everywhere. I felt like I'd cut an artery, and I had to get stitches. I still have a scar from it, and I remember going to the doctor and, like, hiding my foot because I didn't want to get stitches and being so terrified of it. And, yeah, I still have a scar. Man. Cornflake? I was... This is one of my first memories. I was probably three years old. We were watching the fireworks in our neighborhood. Uh, the neighbors were shooting off. They had the big display. And we were sitting in the back of a... Uh, uh, what they call it? A... Just it was just a single single axle trailer. Like it was my dad's just junk trailer. It was like it wasn't an RV or anything. It was just a flatbed trailer. It had you know some uh, walls on it. Well, uh, we're for whatever for whatever reason I'm in the back of that, and I remember seeing the fireworks and getting excited and jumping like, "Hey, I'm a little kid! Fireworks! Hooray!" And then there was uh, the angle iron uh, on surrounding the you know, the walls of the trailer. Well, I got excited and somehow tripped and smashed my head on that angle iron, which is a 90-degree angle of literal iron. And it's hit me in the middle of the forehead and split my forehead open real wide. And I remember bleeding like a stuck pig everywhere, screaming, crying, scared to death. Took me to the hospital, got stitches. 
Um, and now that I've grown, it's literally behind my eyebrow. Like it's, it's still the there. scar is it used to be dead in the center, and it, now it's behind it, your it eyebrow. Used be, it used to be up here above my eyebrow, like the middle of my forehead, my five head, uh, and now it's behind my eyebrow. I don't believe you. Let's shave that thing off. Let's see. No, it's there. <laughs> I remember we used to ride bicycles because I lived up down the street from the elementary school, and the elementary school was at the top of the hill. I'm just going to say an incline. Hill seems a little alarming. <laughs> and we would ride our bikes, not on the sidewalk, but through the park. And at the edge of the park, where the park suddenly then met somebody's neighborhood, there was a fence post, you know, like one of those corner fences that people do just on the corners. Right. And there was a drop to the sidewalk. And as a child, I thought it was maybe five feet. <laughs> but in reality, it was probably two or three. Right. I should get on Google. I should get on Google Earth to see if it's even still there. And the we would jump from there to the sidewalk, right? Right. Because it was a drop. You know, you kid with the bike, especially boys, you do that all the time. That's a ramp, right? Everybody thinks they were a BMX rider at, at least when I was a kid, because BMX was still like like a, not everybody had one, right? And I we would I had a brown huffy. With a b- banana seat and monkey bars. <laughs> Nowhere near. No, not even. No, 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 no. Not even close. Not even close. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, but I didn't care. I mean, you still, you know, it was the type of monkey bars that would perfect for somebody to sit their butt right, right the in between. U-shaped. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so I jumped and was getting pretty good at jumping, but I thought I would make it. And that hill ran right along the sidewalk. Uh-huh. And so there's the hill, and then the easement, and then the curb, and then the street, right? And I'm like, I bet I could make it to the, to the street. And everybody's like, yeah, we could totally do that. And I was like, I'll go first. All right. And so we start up the top by the, by the school, and we're talking it's maybe a quarter of a mile. Okay. And so we get full speed. You go down the hill, going super fast, you know, get to the hill, lift the handlebars to do the jump, right? Uh-huh. And I, it felt good. <laughs> I can only imagine if we had like GoPros and cameras back then. And uh, oh, I didn't even make it. I hit my head on the concrete. I, oh, I, I think no. it knocked me out. I got. I woke up and everything was green, like tinty green. Oh, everything was dang. green, and it was shaking. They had to go get my mom, you know, which was you know seven or eight houses from where this was happening. And my mom comes up. It's like it was dumb. I remember sitting in the bat. Like my mom didn't know what to do. This. So she puts me in the bathtub to try and take care of me and like get me to calm down because I'm freaking out. And I remember shaking and dumb. Probably should have went to sleep that night, but I did. <laughs> Concussion. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst that accident. That dangerous. Yes. I'm insanely lucky. For sure. I've never gotten so knocked out that something was like, that it was green. Usually when I get, right before I get knocked out or after, like it's like want, want, want or gray. Oh yeah. Like, but never like color differences. Yeah. It's like. It happened only one other time to me playing football. Really? Where the color changed? Yeah. We were tackling somebody and I got everything turned a different color. You're like, like the bird, you're like waving the birds off the top of your head. <laughs> you're like, get out of here, man. For some reason, like I've always wanted to get tackled in like full Football game? Do you really? Because, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. That's oh, awesome. Write that down. Right we'll do, no, no, we don't need any more. We'll get it. Uh, I feel like that, but it looks like it wouldn't hurt because guys do it all the time. Ugh. Like, it looks like it would be easy that the pads would save you. But, I mean, there's people that get knocked out and stuff. But it oh, just yeah. looks like since you have the pads, it would save you. Who do you want to tackle you? 
Like, would you want one of us to do it, or would you want like a football player to do it, or? Yeah, like a big football player. You want a uh, how big? Well, taller than me. Okay. So I mean, there's high school tall- football players that are bigger than you. Yeah, like, well, someone that could do it, but then I, but would know not to do it too hard to like to like you know. You want it gentle. Anything. You want it gentle. Is this a thing? Is there some snail trails going on? No, like I- snail trails. What? I'm asking if it's a, if it's a oh, thing. Oh, turn on. You mean a yeah. turn on? <laughs> Good Lord, brother. Is it a uh, turn on for you? Do, does the idea of that excite you? No, I, it looks fun. Like, it looks like get, getting in the full gear. Like, it looks like you could get tackled and not get hurt. So if we get you the helmet, you'll get the mouth guard, you'll do everything, we'll dress you up and With just. all the, pa- like, all like the back pads and the, the, the thigh pads and the arm pads. Like, it just looks like it would catch you. Right. Okay. Done. When my best friend Tom Jennings in high school, he played football and he was missing half his rib cage. What? From like right underneath his nipples down and had these special uh pads that he wore that compressed the air out. Good huh. lord. Yeah. He was just born without them? I guess. I don't know. I don't remember it was a long time ago. Wow, what yeah. a mutant. That's awesome. So if I mean if it's okay for him, I'm sure you could handle it. Yeah. And I'll I got the protective pads. Fun. We will figure this out. <laughs> Someone will smear Sam. <laughs> Fun. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next on 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Be listening for that cue to get qualified. As we're giving away a Polaris ATV, a 2015 Razor 900, could be yours. Just listen to get qualified every hour with us. And then throughout the day with Lynn and Casey, let's go ahead and play a game. We are giving away tickets for the Tulsa Drillers. Family four-pack of tickets to the Drillers game and a Mickey Mantle MVP ring that they're giving away Saturday the 13th at One Oak Field. All that could be yours. And bragging rights if you guess Rock Nonsense. Now, Rock Nonsense is where we play a clip of a song. It could be one second, could be less than one second, but it's always nonsense of the song. These are parts of the song that are not intended as the lyrics. It's usually improvised. Sometimes it sounds like, or maybe a, or Sam's favorite. Yeah. I thought your favorite was Flame Flame. No, that's TSO. <laughs> You're wrong right there. Okay, so what's your. F- I thought your favorite was. I was saving it I thought for yours last. was. Isn't that your favorite? No, I don't cough. Go. Right, that's what I did. That's... It sounds like you hurt your, your, your knee. Right, it sounds like you. Was, My... <laughs> you hurt. <laughs> yeah, you stub your toe. You're like. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. All right, Rock Nonsense, 918-460-KMOD. Family four-pack of tickets to the Dr- Tulsa Drillers down at One Oak. Nice evening out there. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. You're on the air. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Steel driving, man. Hey, hey brother. How are you? The, huh? How are you? Oh, I'm uh, I'm not going to complain. <laughs> are you sure? Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the fun. Let's win some Mano Manual Jacks and watch. 
All right, let's All right. play the game. All right, I'll play the clip, man. <laughs> well done, sir. Uh, I'll play the clip. You guess it correctly. You get the tickets. I just need the title of the song and the person that sings it, okay? Okay. All right, here it is. What is it? I can be your... Can oh, be your, no. your time kicker? No. That is uh, by Seema Sam. No, incorrect. I'm sorry, Dang brother. It. Thanks for playing. Right. See you later. <laughs> Good morning, you're on the air. What is your name? Justin. Justin, would you like to win tickets to the Tulsa Drillers, Justin? I love some tickets to the Tulsa Drillers. All right, I will play the clip. If you guess it correctly, title and artist, you get those tickets. A family four-pack, okay? Cool. Here it is. What is it? Mm, One more time. Sure. I know the song I can put it together, but I'll throw throw a guess out there. Uh, Slayer, Raining Blood. It's incorrect. I'm sorry, brother. Have a great day, Justin. Thanks. See you later, man. I know the song. I love that. Like I do know the song, though. I just I just don't right. Know I'm what just it gonna is. guess something. Else. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Matt. Matt. Yes. Matt, what do you do for a living? I'm in accounting. Like uh, you count, like you clean up other people's mistakes or you keep track of the pennies, what? Keep track of the pennies kind of thing. All right, man. Well, I'll play the clip. If you guess it correctly, you'll get four tickets for the Tulsa Drillers on Saturday night plus a Minky Mantle MVP ring that they are giving away that night, okay? Great. Here it is. What is the song, title, and artist? Uh, I believe it's Velvet Revolver and I think it's Slither. Congratulations. You are getting those tickets, Matt. Awesome. You and uh, who are you going to take? Friends, family, what? Probably uh, wife and maybe wife and kids. I'm not too sure. Maybe wife and kids. I like that. Awesome. Listen, just make sure you don't abandon them and go and hang out at the beer trough. All right, because they don't like that. Okay, I'll try. All right, man. Hang on the line. Give me needs your personal info. Great. Thank Thanks, you. man. I appreciate it. There we go. Rock nonsense. Another successful one. <laughs> Who's the lead singer of this band, Sam? What? Les Claypool. Clay Les Pool. <laughs> Scott Weiland. Oh, I was so close. No, you weren't. I mean, they had names, really, and they were men. That's really. They were both and in they, rock bands. And they were in rock bands. That's really the only <laughs> thing you had that was similar. Wow. Uh, all right. We got listener emails coming up. You can email us anytime. Show at KMOD.com. one of those songs I sing along with. Uh, and then we're going to do Tell the Truth, and we actually have real mail that I think we'll read when we come back, all right? So, hang out. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen to your emails coming up in 13 minutes, plus your chance to get qualified. Thanks to Miller Lite, a Polaris Razor 900 ATV that you can win. 
But right now I want to read some actual snail mail we got. This is mail that we got through the mail. It actually has a stamp of some fireworks on it. And it came from Muskogee. And it got addressed to Cornflake. Oh. How's the handwriting on it? Childlike. Oh. Great. (laughs) So may I open it? Sure. Go for it. He wanted to say no. Did you see that? He sounds so annoyed. Sure. Go for it. Okay. And this is a... We have not pre. Oh my god! We have not pre-read this. There are some stains on this. Okay. Oh my god! And okay, dear cornflake. This is awesome. Oh my god, that's amazing. When did this get sent? This looks like it got sent. Uh, it's hard to read when it got sent. June fifth. Okay, so last Friday. Okay. Dear Corn Flake, what is that race you're going you going to do Saturday night at Salina High Banks on June 6, 2015? What classes of races cars you going to drive at Salina High Banks Speedway on Saturday night, June 6, 2015? What special races is it at High Banks Speedway on Saturday night, June 6, 2015. Do race race do the races driver know the year races cars <laughs> is going to be in that special races at Salina High Banks Speedway on Saturday night, June 6, 2015? <laughs> and who races car are you going to drive at Salina High Banks Speedway on Saturday, June 6 in that special race and Cornflake, do not wreck his race's car in that special race Saturday, June 6, 2015. What will the driver do when you drive the year race's car in special at Salina High Bank Speedway on June 6, 2015? (laughs) And who race's car did you drive? Okay, so we're kind of getting the same question over and over. I hope this is a kid. Do they know the date? <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> what day was it? Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the same question over and over, just kind of reworded a little bit. Um, so let's see if I can find. And why will you have to give his races car back to him after the special races for KMOD Radio at Salina Hikes High Bank Speedway on June 6, 2015? Why did they want his races car back at the KMOD Radio Races at Salina High Bank Speedway on June 6, 2015? And he said his races car stinks after Cornflake got done driving in it. <laughs> that special races for KMOD Radio at Salina High Banks, June 6, 2015. <laughs> it it says that it stinks. Uh, will you write me a letter about this? It is for my scrapbook. You can mail it to me next week. I be looking for it from you in the mail. Mail it to Jeff. I won't say his last name. Jeff in Muskogee. Cornflake. That drive might go to the. Okay. Cornflake. That might drive go to the bathroom. 
if you wreck his race's car in that <laughs> special race Saturday <laughs> at Salina High Banks, June 16, June 6, 2015. Have you ever had a dream <laughs> that that you um you had you 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 could you do right. you you want you yeah. you could do so you you do you could you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. That is adorable. Like the the, the handwriting is. Oh yeah, I, I can see it from here. This is a child. Yes, obviously. Are you going to? Do you know this? Do you know somebody, Jeff in Muskogee? No, I saw the last name. No, I don't know. I don't think I know anybody in Muskogee. Do you? Okay, I'm just gonna ask this question because it. Not that you're not a likable guy. Obviously, people like you on the show. But do you have any kids you're unaware of? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Is it possible? That's a weird question. Is there kids is, that I'm unaware of? Yeah. Do you have any kids that you are unaware of? Uh, is it possible you had unprotected sex with somebody and they... Ha- I'll dumb it down for you. <laughs> unprotected sex <laughs> with somebody and, and they had a kid and didn't inform you? Is that possible? Uh, it is possible. I wouldn't say likely, but possible. Well, yeah. How is it not likely? Uh, How's it not likely? Stay with me. I'm thinking uh person I'm thinking of doesn't live in Oklahoma anymore. <laughs> okay. Maybe the kid lives with grandma. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love that you have somebody. Stay with me. Don't look at that. Yeah. Stay with me. The, 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 I love that you have somebody in mind. Yeah. <laughs> that you're like, oh, maybe if they live with grandma, then yeah, there's definitely a possibility. So, and this would probably... What, was there an age on here? Kids, no, he didn't leave an age. At least at least seven or eight. Yeah, that's... God. <laughs> <laughs> about that time frame, isn't it? Yeah. Right on, man. Well, uh, are you going to write a back? Oh, totally. Nice. Here's Chris and Balls to the Wall Sports. NBA Finals Game 3 tonight. The scene moves to Cleveland, where the Cavaliers and the Warriors are tied up at a game apiece, and the TV ratings are, well, through the roof. The Cavs' overtime win over the Warriors in Game 2 to a 12.9 overnight rating. I know that doesn't mean much to most of you, but how about this? It's up 26% from last year's Game 2 rating on ABC. In the city of Cleveland, the game drew an incredible 42.1 overnight rating, so almost half the city was watching while in San Francisco it pulled a 31.7 through two games the series is averaging what would make it the highest rated finals ever on ABC Uh, and Brandon Spikes was released yesterday by the New England Patriots might not be a big name but his story his his car was found in the median at 2 30 a.m. wrecked he had called OnStar and said he had hit a deer meanwhile down the street there was a car that had been hit from behind and two people were taken to the hospital but uh, (laughs) but he said he had nothing to do with that so the Patriots instead of dealing with that decided to just release him I thought the story about Shaq and Phil Jackson admitting that they deflated basketballs oh boy are we reaching now or what it's brilliant it's brilliant but they did it I think everyone has done it there's a about a and the guy that wrote the article is from the University of Oklahoma he writes for ES I think Baxter Holmes is that his name and they went through what what is the process for an NBA game ball? Because now we all know the process, unfortunately, for an NFL game ball. And each locker room gets some time to to play with their balls. So they 
Not really complaining, right? So they were they were taking taking through what Russell Westbrook does and what everyone else does, and then Shaq and, and Phil are like, yeah, we used to deflate the basketball all the time. That way you can get a better grip on it. So let's see if everyone loses their mind over they that. They walk like four steps. I know. So why is this a surprise? It's funny because the uh, Mozgov guy for the Cavaliers literally he walks about five times every time he gets the basketball, and they never call it. And in game one, he actually had a play when he didn't travel. And I think they're so used to seeing him travel, they called it travel. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know why you need to have the ball deflated to help you with the grip, but uh, okay. So we've got right, When you're that large, your right. hands are massive. <laughs> I don't get it. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Chris White from the Big Mad Morning. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say, 282945. You heard the cue. We qualified somebody to win a 2015 Polaris Razor 900 ATV from Miller Lite. Fifth Gear Cycling, TNT Power Sports, and Sepulpa. Just keep listening. Your chance to get qualified is coming up very soon. Every hour with us throughout the day with Lynn and Casey. Shane Briley got qualified just now of Vanita. So congratulations, Shane. Listener emails. We always read emails. Uh, By the way, we deduced that the snail mail we got for Cornflake was probably an adult. Okay. So if we we have that wrong, then we apologize. And probably his new boyfriend. And Sam (laughs) loved your handwriting. She'd love to go on a date. All right, listen to your email. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com. This says, hi, I'm 42. I've been married for 17 years. Not going to lie. I hate my husband. Oh. He's controlling and bad in bed. Five years ago, I caught him in our minivan having sex with another woman. I went home, threw all of his belongings out, and said, I'm done. Next day, he shows up. Sorry, 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 let me in. Blah, blah, blah. So I did. Two more years go by, and I finally leave and move back home to Oklahoma. One day, I come across a friend from high school, and in that instant, I saw him. I was in love. We communicate sexually as often as we can, but recently, I feel a whole lot more. Then my husband moved down here, too. I filed for divorce, but he wouldn't sign the papers, which left me still married but falling in love with someone else. He's my best friend and lover. I haven't had sex with my husband in over four years, and no matter what a bitch I am to him, he won't leave. My kids are almost grown, so there will be no excuse to stay. I really could use your help now. How do I leave and be on my own again? Whether or not my high school friend is in the picture or not, I don't care. I need to know if I should go or wait until I'm old and hairy. (laughs) (laughs) Love the show and Miss Biggie. What do you think this lady should do? Married 17 years. Husband cheated on her five years ago. She's found someone else. She's tried to move away. She's tried to file for divorce. And he won't sign the papers. What should she do? At her words, how can I be on my own again? What do you guys think? 918-460-KMOD. To be married for 17 years and miserable for right. 17 years. That's crazy. That I think that's insane. Yeah. To stay in it that long. And choose to be that unhappy. How about no sex for four years? Yeah. Whoa. That sounds miserable as well. 
918-460-KMOD. Sam's gone through a divorce, so I know she'll have some advice on it for sure. I have gone through a divorce, so I have some advice on it. And I'm confident Cornflake and Gimpy could give their two cents on what they think they should do from an outsider's perspective of not uh, have gone through divorce for Cornflake and for uh, Gimpy because he's married and has an ex for sure. So 918-460-KMOD, listener emails from a woman who's been married 17 years and wants to know how she can be on her own again. All right, so let's go to Michelle. Hi, Michelle, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, what is your advice for this lady? Well, she's already filed for divorce. If he doesn't sign the papers, she needs to go to her lawyer, figure out how to get the divorce without him signing them, and go be with her babe. <laughs> Woo. Right on. Thank you very much, Michelle. You're welcome. All right. Bye. Listener email, 918-460-KMOD. Tara is on the phone. Hello, Tara. Hi. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing pretty good. What do you think this lady should do? Um, I don't, I don't know what she means by he won't. Sign the papers, but I think the answer is pretty simple. Just go through with the divorce. Uh, Oklahoma is a, you know, you don't have to have the consent of both parties to get divorced, of course. So what the holdup is on that end, I'm not sure. I don't, it seems to me like maybe she's trying to find some excuse. I don't know. Um, you know, you, she's not just stuck with doing a consent divorce. She can, you know, hire an attorney and do it on her own. Yeah, well, I think he, I think she has because she's filed, but you know what I mean. But I think she is unaware that there's this that she thinks she, he has to sign. Yeah, no, that's not true. <laughs> so she just needs to go through the proper channels. To, I mean, if if it's a problem with having him serve, there's ways around that too. Um, you know, or if you know that might that might not even be the issue. Maybe it's not even the issue of finding him. But she, I mean, he doesn't have to. Uh, you know, she can, a judge can grant the divorce without him, you know, agreeing to sign the paperwork. So, I don't know, maybe she's just gotten some poor advice or something somewhere along the way, but it's a fairly simple pro- She's not stuck like she thinks she is just because of that. Right on. Thank you very much, Tara. Uh-huh. Have a good one. You too. Uh, there's so many women calling in. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Listener email from a woman who's been married 17 years and... Uh, her husband cheated on her. She's tried to get divorced. She's even moved away. He won't sign papers. She wants to know how she can be on her own again. Tanya is on the phone. Hello, Tanya. How are you? Good morning. My question is for her and for her husband, what kind of relationship, male-female relationship, is she modeling for her children? I mean, what kind of healthy role model is she providing for them if she's in a marriage that she's completely miserable in? There's probably no affection, no love. No, anything positive, I can't imagine. Um, what is she role modeling for her children? If she thinks that she's staying in this marriage for her children, I think she needs to think again, think about that. So what is your advice for her? She needs to get out. If she can do it amicably, then that's great. If she can't, and, you know, um, I would give that a good solid try because it's always good to try to keep good relations, especially when you have children so that you can all sit around the Christmas table together if that's possible. Um, but if that's not possible, then um, she needs to call the dogs and get a good lawyer and get the hell out. All right. Thank you very much, Tanya. Oh, bye. See you later. Let's go to Tyler. Hello, Tyler. Uh, go kill yourself. Be done with it. That's all. Your, your advice is for her to kill herself. Yes, sir. I'm just tired of hearing about divorce. You're tired of hearing about Why are you tired of it? 
listener on the radio. I rarely listen to you guys anymore. <laughs> well, I'm very happy you called to tell us that. Yeah, me too. Thanks. All right. Good luck with life. He sat on hold to bitch? Good Lord. <laughs> Katie is on the phone. Hello, Katie. Hi, how are you? Good. What do you think? Um, well, I've actually I had the same thing happen to me when I tried to get divorced. My ex-husband wouldn't sign papers, but as long as he is served the paper, you can get something called a default divorce. So if they're not able to find him after he's been served knowing that there's a divorce, then it, it'll take some time. It took me almost two years that... He didn't have to sign papers. All he had to be, you know, is serve the papers saying that um, he knows that the divorce is happening. So if he knows the divorce is happening and he doesn't sign papers after that, then she can get something called default divorce. When you serve the papers to him, do you have to have, like, a notary do it or something like that to make it official? To He could say he never got them. Um, to be honest, no. Somebody serves them. I think, like, a clerk or maybe a policeman. I can't remember... I mean, I don't know who served him, but because my lawyer took care of that, but somebody actually served him, or even if it's like certified, I don't think it's certified mail. I can't remember. Sorry. But it's not you just handing him over because they could totally deny ever getting him. Right. When Correct. I got served, I got served by a police officer, and you have to sign something, and they get a hold of you. Okay. Right on, Katie. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have a good day. You too. Thanks. Uh-huh. Uh, listener email from a woman who's been married 17 years. And she hates her husband. He's controlling and bad in bed. Uh, And she caught him having sex with another woman. She threw out all of his belongings. She said, I'm done. He let her move back. She let him move back in. She then decided to move away. So she's tried to get a divorce. He won't sign. She wants to know how she can be on her own. She's found someone else. She wants to go be on her own. But she doesn't know how to move on. Sam, what do you think? Uh, I think that you should be 100% sure that that's what you want to do because it looks like you made up your mind once and then decided to let him move back in. And maybe you are kind of sending him mixed signals because if you are as unhappy as you say you are, like from his perspective, I could kind of understand because you've done this before and then been like, ah, never mind, come back. So if I were you, I would be sure 100% that is what you want to do and you're not going to change your mind. And if you are in that place, like legally... You have you ha- you can do things. It might take a while, but you can do them. And you, it sounds like you personally just need to move on and then let the legal system do the rest. All right, cornflake. All right, uh, I learned today that you can legally serve papers to them without them signing it. So it's sounds obvious to me. Serve the papers to them. Get out. Be with your man. Gimpy. Yeah, I say pack up your stuff and go. You can go through a divorce without him having to sign it um, or anything like that. I had to help an ex get divorced once, and she had to put an ad in the paper, let it sit there for 30 days, 30 or 60 days. And then after that time period runs up, you go to in front of the judge, and then he'll you know, make his judgment from there. It can be done. In the meantime, grab your stuff and get out. Add in the paper. Yeah, under the public notifications, like where they put the auctions and stuff There's like that. There's a dumb law. That says certain things that happened in the court have to be public record, and the only way to make them public record is you have to buy a classified ad and put it in the paper. Cost you like seventy five bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's dumb. I've never heard of that. Yes, so weird. That makes it public record. Okay, right. Uh, I I agree with the default thing. Do the if you don't and if you don't want to do it that way, just move away. And if you don't want him near you, tell him to no longer come near you. 
move over to another place, tell him he's not welcome. If he shows up, call the police for trespassing. He's not welcome there. He'll get the message. It's going to be painful and uncomfortable. But no more uncomfortable than being married 72 years to someone you can't stand. 72 years? Oh, 17 years. Sorry. (laughs) I'm sure it feels like 72. (laughs) Right. It was getting longer for me, and I wasn't even involved in it. Uh, If you got an email, you can always email a show at KMOD.com. We'll read another email when we come back. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We read emails on the air. You can always send us an email to get advice. Show at KMOD.com. The next email also comes from a female regarding her husband. It says, my husband doesn't care. Day or night, public or private, drunk or sober, crowded or vacant, whether it's inappropriate or not, he will take a leak anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) Got a pee while driving down the highway? Well, just pull over on the shoulder and take care of business. Have to answer the call of nature on a crowded golf course? Go right ahead. Those are his mottos and situations he finds entirely appropriate. Aside from the fact that urinating in public is a crime, and she even stated the, the statute, Title 21, Section 22, does society generally think this is morally acceptable? What if women had the same mentality? And we're dropping their drawers to pee in public in this manner. Would that be morally decent? Am I wrong to be so embarrassed and angry when my significant other does this? 918-460-KMOD. We've got a woman who's not happy that her husband goes to the bathroom in public. (laughs) And she wants to know, is it okay? Does society think this is acceptable? What do we think if women did this? Uh, And is she wrong for being embarrassed and angry when he does this? I just have to point out this problem must be so bad. Like, like this has this probably has happened so many times because it's not probably not like a once a month thing, but like a reoccurring argument. I cleaned it up. She was angry. (laughs) (laughs) Or is. Ah, wow. 918-460-KMOD. What do you guys think? She is mad that her husband can go whenever he wants. I admire the guy's stick-to-itiveness. Stick-to-itiveness? Yeah. What is that? <laughs> Not giving an F. Okay. Uh, let's go to the phones now. 918-460-KMOD. Uh, let's go to Brian. Hello, Brian. How are you? I'm good. Good. What do you think? I think, honestly, and surely he's kind of putting her at risk because, for one thing, if he gets caught, she's going to be the one paying, you know, because he's, he's going to have the fines and he's also going to have to register as a sex offender. Okay, like I, I was not expecting a guy to say that out, straight out of the box, man. Is be like, listen, yeah, yeah, you can do it, whatever, but you're putting your situate your wife at risk because she's going to have to deal with the consequence. Yeah. Right on, Brian. I sure appreciate the call. All right, thanks. See you later, man. Nine one eight four six zero KMOD. Cornflake, do you urinate in public? Uh, public, not really. 
I mean, I have. Uh, I've gone. When we went golfing, did you urinate out on the course? No, I did not. Okay. Uh, let's see. I, I, I didn't urinate on the course. No, I, I don't do well in that situation. There's bathrooms. I, I can. There's periodic bathrooms on the golf courses. I can usually hold it. Right. Right. Uh, let's go to. I think this is Lenore. Uh, Lenore, is that it? Yes, good morning. Hi, Lenore, how are you? You know, I've come to the conclusion it's a guy thing. It's kind of like the dogs. They have to mark territory, you know, and they have to, <laughs> they just have to do that, you know, and it's it's kind of sad, but it's a guy thing, I'm telling you. Should she... Women don't understand it, but men do it. It's just like, you know, it's just one of those things, so. Lenore, uh, she wants to know, should she be embarrassed and angry when he does this? I know that I have been in that situation, and yeah, I, it kind of ticks me off. Like, why can't you wait till we get to a restroom? But it, it's strictly a guy thing, and you have to just kind of take it with a grain of salt and go on. Right on. <laughs> That's Lenore. the sad part about it. And Len- the kids do it. I mean, I have two boys, and they're they do that too. You know, so I don't know what that. I don't know what it's all about, and I don't say that I understand it or like it, but I'm kind of in her park. I don't know that I'd be terribly ripped off about it, but if it's if you can do it discreetly, that's a whole lot different than just being, you know, out broad public. <laughs> right on, Lenore. I sure appreciate you calling in. Thanks. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Let's go to Marcus. Hey, Marcus, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. How are you guys doing today? Good, man. What do you think? Uh, well, personally, you know, I mean, yeah, there, that first guy was right. You can pick up a, can pick up that charge. However, you know, I mean, if you're really upset about it, uh, as far as, you know, being a female, they did invent the shiwi, right? I mean. Brian? Come on. It's, it's simple. I mean, I've, I've witnessed women at several different events, like concerts or, you know, bike rallies and whatnot. I mean, it's right there in the street, whatever. Yeah. No, I agree with you. There's a, I have no problem when like being out at a concert and she's like, hey, shield me so I can go because she's got to go that bad. But I've right. also hung out with women that do it like they think it's the thing, like they think it's funny, and they do it all the time, and I find it rather disgusting. Yeah, I mean, personally, you know, I mean, putting your, throwing yourself out there and whatnot is kind of off there. Right on. For so male or female, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, at least find a tree or a bush or dark corner or something where nobody else can see you if you got to go that bad if you're you know it's just it's kind of uncalled for honestly i mean you know a kid what if a kid sees it you know nine ten years old i don't want my kids seeing some other guys right on sure all right marcus have a great day yeah you too see you later man uh i mean i don't i'm not envisioning this guy's just walking down the street unzipping his pants and Going to the bathroom as he's walking, which, by the way, is very difficult. But yes. it, it really is. <laughs> anyway, I I don't think that's what's happening here. I think he's, we're just going to, she's not saying he's not he's not trying to be as discreet as possible. I don't think he's just putting his wang out there for everybody to see. Like he goes in a potted plant at the mall. Right. Right. He's like, <laughs> I don't, I don't have a problem. With guys doing that doesn't bother me. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think you why. I don't know why it's disgusting that a guy does it. Unfortunately, it's a sex crime. Well, yeah, and I just feel like mm, 
going to the bathroom is like a socially private thing to do. And I get it. There's like emergencies at a concert or you're, you know, in the woods or whatever. But like as a grown adult, you should be able to know when you have to go to the bathroom and be able to plan around it. And so I guess like to be careless enough to be like, I don't, you know, no, I don't need to pee before I leave. I'll just go wherever. Like it's kind of disrespectful in just like a society kind of way that like, really, dude, you can't control your bladder or figure it out. Tyler's on the phone. Hello, Tyler. Hey, how's it going? Good. What you got, man? Well, I mean, I think there's a certain age where it becomes unacceptable. Like, I probably train both my boys who live out in the country. And say, hey, if we're outside, you can go. Hey, there's a tree, you know? It's easier to sometimes run it back into the house if you're, you know, a couple hundred yards from the house or whatever. But um, after the age of, like, you know, seven, eight, somewhere in there, I mean, pretty much figure it out when you need to go and you know, plan accordingly. Tyler, thank you very much. You. See you later, man. Tyler lives on a plantation. Did you hear him? Hundreds of yards from the house. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where do you live, bro? Uh, Wayne is on the phone. Hey, Wayne, how are you? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good, man. What do you think? Should she be embarrassed uh, or angry? Um, yes. Uh, I would never urinate in public. Uh, I mean, like uh, the guy before was saying, out in the woods is okay, but, uh, uh, you know, not around people. Why is out in the woods? Wait, I want to ask you a question. Wait, hold on, Wayne. I want to ask you a question. Why is out in the woods okay, and why is that not public to you? Well, I mean, I live in the woods, and I urinate outside all the time, like off my back porch, but there's no houses around. But why is that okay? Because there's nobody around. What's the difference? Save the water bill. So if there's nobody around in that scenario and nobody around when you're behind a dumpster and no one can see you, what's the difference? Well, I wouldn't call behind a dumpster really in public. I'm talking about, like, around other people. Okay. Well, you were were agreeing with the previous call. That's why I was checking. All right. Go ahead, Wayne. Okay. Well, some people really can't hold it. Uh, I mean, if you, I mean, people take water pills, congestive heart failure. You got to take this water pill, and you're going to have to go. And there's no stopping it, man. It's, it's, you know, if you feel the urge, you just got to go. You got to go. Right on. Cool. Thank you yeah. so much, man. Have a great day. Uh, See you later, Wayne. Uh, Sean is on the phone. Sean, go ahead. Well, you know that one woman that called in earlier was right. For us guys, it very much is a guy thing. You know, we are not programmed with the same. Shall I say modesty in mind that women are? We don't think the way they do. You know, we get the urge to go and we're out there near a tree or a bush or something. First on our minds, huh? There we go. Right. You know, great outdoors. It's the whole great outdoors is our restaurant. <laughs> we're programmed to be independent out there. We men are risk takers by nature. Women are not. So you're saying it's like bragging? Are, are like, you, check it out. You're being 100% serious right now? Like, you genuinely, in your heart, feel that way? Well, you know, as a parent, and I've, I've read all the studies, looked at all this, children get their risk-taking and their adventurousness from their fathers. Mothers are more cautious. By nature, they tend to be more reserved, more cautious, more apt to stop and go, okay, this might be a problem. I just, I don't think, I mean, 
We are like an educated society. It's in your nature to, to, you know, like you learn English, you learn things, you learn it's not okay to pee in public, you learn what's acceptable, what's not, what's murder, stealing, all that stuff. So to be like, well, it's in my nature just to pee where I want. Like, I don't think that that's like a very good argument because you learn that that's not okay. We're not in nature. There's buildings and architecture. Like we've evolved past just being like, oh, well, that's it's in my DNA. I'm allowed to do it. Well, you're right in that when you're in town. Yeah, that's one thing. When you're out in the country, you know, when you're out there on, you know, say 25, 35, 45 or more acres and you're out there working, you know, you're not going to take 15 minutes to drive up to the house to use a bathroom when you've got the tree line right there. Right on, Sean. I appreciate the call, man. Have a great week. You too. Bye, no, buddy. I appreciate it. Love you as well. <laughs> All right, listener email from a guy. I'm sorry, from a female whose husband goes to the bathroom outside when it pee anywhere he wants. And she is embarrassed by it and thinks it's disgusting. And uh, what should she be embarrassed about it, angry about it? Is it morally okay? Sam. No, it's not okay. You you are in the right to be embarrassed about it. Like, as a grown man, he should be able to take care of his bathroom problems. I mean, obviously, this is a problem. It's not just like you're out in nature where there is absolutely nobody around. Like, this is an issue between the two of you. He needs to, he needs to, I feel, change. You are correct in this. And, like, it is, he is breaking the law. To me, it's the exact same as any other law that he's breaking. It's not okay to do that. It's disgusting. He's a grown-ass adult, and he should act as such cornflake man he does needs to have a little you know discretion of where he goes if if he was you know extreme example like i was saying potted plant at the mall that's you know like don't be doing it you know outside in public i mean i use the bathroom outside when i can i don't do it at my apartment complex because you know like there's apartments everywhere even though there is grass and trees don't just go outside to a tree and go to the bathroom. Okay. No, I, I don't. I mean, I will when I'm out in the country or something like that, but yeah, she needs to, I don't know. <laughs> he starts going, smack that some bitch because penis injuries suck, and that'll stop him from doing it. Wow. All right. I don't know who these two people are. Gimpy? Seriously, let the man pee. Come on. That's the upside to being a guy is you can do that. Now, granted... He could probably have a little bit more discretion, be a little bit more responsible, respectable, whatever, but let the man pee. And so far, is is it okay? What if women did it? Let them do it. Let them do it. I don't mind. Like a golden shower, like sexy pee? No, I'm not asking for people to pee on me, Sam. I'm just saying. That wasn't Sam. That was an audio clip. Okay, I was like, (laughs) wait a minute. (laughs) Um, I find it fascinating that everybody missed the big picture. What's that? It's not her job to correct him. It's not her job to change him. We just read an email before about a woman who was mad because her man was controlling. Now we're reading one where a woman wants to be controlling. As far as breaking the law, that's a dumb argument. He breaks other laws, speeding, right? We all break laws. So to use that as the reason to not do it is ridiculous. Uh, I wasn't using it as a reason, but I'm saying you that... You said it, it was breaking the law and it's wrong and he shouldn't do it. Yes, I, I, like... To make the point that, like, uh, the rest of society agrees with it. Like, it's not okay because there's kids around. There's other people that could be offended by it. We are, you know, evolved human beings. We have indoor plumbing. It's different if you can't hold it. It's a medical reason or whatever. But, like, I mean, she's asking our opinion. Is she being, you know, a bitch for yes, thinking? Yes, my opinion is yes. She's being a bitch. Maybe. She's trying wow. to control him. 
Maybe she wants to keep her husband out of jail. He didn't just suddenly start doing this. Yeah, it's something that he's grown up with. She's trying to control him. That thing that happens with some women when they get married. They try to change the person they married. Uh, I get it from that argument that, like, she married it, she should have known. I just, like, I wouldn't... I don't think that this guy is thinking about it in like that's not a deal breaker. That's a little thing to change. Like how hard is it to? But why should he? Just because it's a little thing to change? I mean, why should he? Because that's a, a person should not be doing that. Like you going to the bathroom. Wherever it's not hurting you anybody. Sleep. She just doesn't like it. It is hurting people. It is, if a little kid saw it, that's hurting them. That, if like, a little kid, and right, even then, it's his consequence. The the man's co- yes, yes, you're right. But and like she's asking like no more dangerous than speeding. Ugh. I, 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 let's agree to disagree with that. A little kid seeing a man urinate behind a dumpster, I don't think is going to scar the kid. Um, and if he is, that's a completely different discussion about where he's going to the bathroom. I, I would not want my little kid seeing that. If I, I wouldn't want my little kid to see it. Right, that's but that doesn't mean it's going to hurt them. Yeah, I, I disagree on that. I don't want my kids touching germy things and then putting them in their mouth. That doesn't mean it's going to hurt them if they do it. Right, but there could be a kid scarred if they saw that. Like, I mean, if... Seeing a man urinate. That happens. That's a normal life cycle. Right. That's, if you're that's a little scar girl, them. if you're whatever, a really, there's a reason that it's against the law, Corbin. If you're a little girl and you see it's a... It's against the law because people feel like it's going to hurt them to see a... There's a difference between somebody standing behind a dumpster shaking it at a little kid and somebody just going to the bathroom trying to be discreet. Well, you're not trying to be discreet if you're going to the bathroom in public and someone is obviously able to see you. This is part of the problem with this conversation is that public is deemed behind a dumpster. They consider that public. Yeah, because someone can walk around the corner and see you. Somebody can walk into the bathroom and see you. Yes. Even if you're in the bathroom stall and you got the door closed. Right. I get you are correct in that. But there is a higher chance of somebody seeing you go into the bathroom behind a dumpster out in the open where there are no doors than behind a door and them opening it in a bathroom door. I think there's a huge difference between that. I'm just saying, I, I, my opinion is that I don't see the big deal. I think she's trying to control him. It's something that had to have been known before all this started. She's just being a bitch. <laughs> because there's other laws he's breaking. I mean, I like you're right in that he's he's obviously or she, but she's you're um, you're right in that that he's been doing this for a while. That you accepted it when you married him, but I still don't think that he's in the right to do that. So, but he should change. Yeah, I mean, if he wants this, if if this is a deal breaker, then he should either change or they should break up. Like she's what? The one, that oh, wow. over peen? How this isn't not- this isn't he's taking money. This isn't she. He's he's hitting her. Listen, if this is something that it, it makes her so, this is an issue. She feels the issues her. Right. That's what I'm saying. Those are your options. Like he's got to change. It's either got to stop bothering her or they're going to break up. That's it. There's no, like, those, that's all you can do in that situation, right? Wow. Break up. Is it peeing? <laughs> all right, we got to take a break. Listener emails, you can always email us, show at KMOD.com. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. What up, N-bombs? This is Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. A lot of people sending in emails. My favorite one, I'm going to read real quick because we need to get to sports. It says, we are not dogs or apes. If he gets caught, he may have to file as a sex offender. And that's what he gets with his no-class ass. 
He has been warned. Now my husband and son will go off, will go pee off the back porch in the morning. But we have a privacy fence, so she should be embarrassed and pissed. <laughs> According to an <laughs> right. According to an article from August of last year in the state of Oklahoma, you do not go on the sex offender list for peeing in public. Well, that's good. And that email was not about Casey, right? The porch was a mayor. The porch was a mayor of Bristow, Oklahoma. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right, here's Chris. I'm sorry. Here, Yeah, here's Chris in Balls to the Wall Sports. Are you guys familiar with the Baja? I mean, the I, races that take well, place. It's with the line. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. The, is that the Mountain Dew that sucks? <laughs> yeah, no. no. <laughs> I was thinking of the outdoor race. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So I found some video yesterday, and I put it up on on my blog. And uh, I, you almost have to play the audio. The visual does it justice, but the audio, I think, sells it home too. Okay. Well, explain the race first. The, it's an outdoor race. It's the truck race. When we were kids, you had Ivan Putski's outdoor, where you'd get the steering wheel, and okay. you'd, but it's an outdoor race through the desert. Why do I keep saying outdoor race? What the hell is an indoor race? It's a race <laughs> through the desert, and it's basically these souped-up trucks, and former NASCAR driver Robbie Gordon is a guy that's very much involved in the Baja. So um, it's kind of similar to what uh, Hunter S. Thompson was covering in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, only there's more professional cars that are a part of it. Okay. So the race is going on right now, and it's very dangerous. So here's you're going to hear the audio of them accelerating, coming close to where the right. camera is, and some people, I don't know why they're staying in the middle of the They do. That's desert. what they do. That's what they do. Uh, but... You can. One guy starts running away, and you'll hear him get yeah, hit. So. I hope it works. Here, here it is. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, that worked. Oh <laughs> I was like, "Is that going to work?" Yeah, it did. That's almost a splatter. Yeah, it sounds like it's disgusting. And god. then there's dust kicked up, and now there's other cars coming, so they're trying to slow. <laughs> <laughs> Anxiety, right? You and he has a broken leg. That's what they say. Yeah, and what dummy is trying to is like, oh, one car's gone. I'm going to make it across. OS. <laughs> And, and that's Robbie Gordon's truck, who's an old NASCAR driver that lit him up. So it's uh, it's scary. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's better than anything going on in sports right now. That's Balls <laughs> to the Wall Sports with Chris Plank on the Big Man Morning Show. Balls to the Wall Sports, brought to you by Apollo's Martial Arts. Now with three locations in Tulsa, Owasso, and Bixby. Find out how you can bullyproof your child for free at Apollo'sKarate.com. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We qualified another person to win a 2015 Polaris Razor 900 ATV from the folks at Miller Lite, 5th Gear Cycle and BA and TNT Power Sports. And this hour's qualifier is Mike MacArthur of BA. Whoop, whoop. So Mike could be on his way to winning that. That is a badass ATV. If you want to see it, hit KMOD.com. Uh, it is after 9 o'clock on a Tuesday. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. I'm going to go first, and we will start with uh, the questions for everybody. And I want to know, did you 
have a nickname growing up and what's the story behind it. My nickname, what my mom had one for me and some of my family called me it and no one else outside of the family called me that and my nickname was Boo Boo. And I don't know how it got to boo boo. Yeah, I'm a mistake. Blah, blah. Um, but I love trains, like choo choo trains. Mm-hmm. As a kid, like a little kid, and so I would be like choo choo, and and I guess it just turned into boo boo, and so that is what my mother calls me. Oh, that's so is, cute. Is boo boo? Oh. Cornflake. <laughs> I, you can't use your name on the show. I didn't have one like as a little kid. I did have one in high school though. Okay, I stuck. Right. It was a. Uh, they called me John Boy in high school. Okay, it was. Uh, it started. Ooh, can I guess why? Yeah, sure. Is it because your name is John and you're a boy? Oh yeah, that's definitely part of it. <laughs> but, uh, it was from band. There was like there was a gaggle of Johns in band, and I was the newest and youngest. So there was John this, John that. And I was just John Boy, and that stuck, and that lasted through high school, and that's. Really, the only one that's really had any hold. Okay, Sam. Um, when I was really little, like a baby, they called me Sammy Sunshine, and then it just got to Sunshine and then Sunny for a while because I had like really bright blonde hair that would stick up like the sun, and I was like a super happy baby. So, yeah, Sunny. Yeah. All right, uh, Gimpy. Is there another one besides Gimpy? Uh, so far, it's like from the family, no. Just, family, just no. any nickname. Any nickname. Man, they called me uh, Ninja Turtle, T-Rex. Why'd they call you Ninja Turtle? Because I got this weird freaky arm, and Ninja Turtles have... Like a turtle arm? Oh, three fingers. Yeah, they have the okay. three fingers oh. Ninja Turtles do. <laughs> so they call me Ninja Turtle, or T-Rex, or they they shorten slightly for slightly deformed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like that's not dicks. even a creative way to make fun of you. They just like, oh, slightly. Yeah. Uh, well, Lefty was another one. Yeah. Right on. The list goes on and on. All right, to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. Let's go to Jake. Hello, Jake. Hey, what's going on, guys? How y'all this morning? Good, man. Good to hear from you. What is your question? If you could remake any classic movie with common day CGI like Jaws or or even you know, Spartacus or anything like that. What would you guys redo? Wow. Okay. I'll go first because I already thought of one. Go ahead. Um, I would want to redo Hocus Pocus. What? With Bette Midler and yes. Cher? Yes. No, it wasn't Cher. It was Sarah Jessica Parker and Bette Midler. Because it was just a really fun Disney movie that was awesome. And I okay. think it would be cool now with special effects and, like, you know, they could have an actual realistic cat and it would just be really cool. Okay. Cornflake? I would probably redo Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Right. Because I love that whole trilogy, Man With No Name series, and Good, Bad, and the Ugly was the biggest, uh, most epic one. Uh, I would do it definitely with some gore and some exploding heads and stuff like that because, you know, the movie is amazing, don't get me wrong, but, you know, see guys get shot and they just kind of grab their stomachs and go, bleh, die like that. That's kind of lame. All right. Uh, Gimpy. I would redo the uh, short circuit movies. You know, with Johnny Five? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Johnny Five. <laughs> don't forget the nannies. I would probably do the movie Giant. I don't think I've heard of this movie. It's a movie about the oil industry. Oh, okay. It's, oh. An, it's an awesome movie. I think it's just really long. I think about My Giants with Billy what, Crystal. What about you, Jake? I'd have to redo Jaws, man, and I'd have to make John Malkovich Quinn. Right on. <laughs> awesome. I think he's probably the only guy that could probably pull that role off successfully. Yeah, that's solid, man. Cool. Well, thanks for calling, Jake. Hey, no problem. Have a good day, guys. See you later. Uh, to tell the truth, your chance to get to know the show better, ask any question you want, 
Hello, Cade. Hey, how are y'all today? Good. What's your question? I guess this is more for Corbin. Um, why hasn't hasn't the show been syndicated? You know, we love the show. I travel a lot for work. Why why haven't you guys tried to syndicate the show to get into other networks? Well, two things. One, I haven't really been a big encourager for that because once that happens, then it's not about you guys. Awesome. And then the other is we got the iHeartRadio app, so you can take us anywhere you want anyway. Okay, cool. Appreciate it, guys. Right on, man. See you later. Thanks. It becomes work at that point. Isn't that when you can't? God knows I don't want to do more work. Yeah. There's shows I've heard where they don't talk about, like, the city could be burning down outside. We couldn't talk about Cody Rin. Yeah. We couldn't talk about the Tulsa Sheriff's Office. That's local. Yeah, it would change things. Yeah, it seems kind of soulless. Uh, JHPC, hey, buddy, do you have a question? Yeah, since that wheel of uh, misfortune is now gone on Fridays, can we bring junk, John Henry's Junkyard one-man band uh, making making songs, whatever that's called, where you re- rewrite songs, what is that called, parody songs, well, something pa- like that? Parody songs, but hold on a second. Is there a news story I missed? Did we yeah, get you rid- said uh, there is not going to be no more will because uh, that was your last time of sucking toes. Oh, right. Yeah, that was sarcasm. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah, no, we're not. Well, how get- about a junkyard dog uh, day for uh, rising uh, artisans? Yeah, well, you know what? We'll put it in the recommendation box, and we'll when we go over those on the 32nd of every month, we'll uh, go through it. Well, what are you going to do on the Tuesday meetings? What do you all talk about in there? Uh, life. About me? Religion. Food. You don't talk about me? No. Hey, well, can y'all talk about me on Tuesday? Sure, we'll do that. Like today? Yeah, we'll so do that. So what would you say? Well, well we sure like we that. We, you. we should call in more. <laughs> yeah, that's usually what we say. <laughs> right, hey, man. thank you, guys. All right, Have see you later. Day. Good. Sounds like you got a good balance. All right, uh, Chris <laughs> is on the phone. Hi, Chris. How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys? Good. What's your question for To Tell the Truth? What is your guys' dream vehicle to drive or own? Dream vehicle to own. Dream vehicle to own. All right, Cornflake, what is your dream vehicle to own? Um, I've never been a big car guy. I know what I like. Uh, but I do. I've always wanted to have a DeLorean. I realize they're uh, often pieces of crap, but one that actually runs. and yeah, A DeLorean would be totally badass. Doors and everything. That was the biggest hipster answer I've ever heard. <laughs> no, that, no, El Camino would have been oh a hipster. God, no one's ever heard of Back to the Future. Oh, that's so hip. No, no De- DeLorean's, oh, kind, of a, DeLorean's kind of a hipster, but I, El Camino would have been more of a hipster response out of him, I feel like. Yeah. What about you, Sam? Um, probably like like a Range Rover or Mercedes or like a really you know fancy, expensive car, and but not an SUV, like a car version. So I would say like an S-Class Mercedes, white. All right, Gimby? Dodge Viper has always been my dream car, and I will have one one day. Right now, I feel like my dream car is a Tesla, and I don't know why. The ones that burn up on the highway? <laughs> no, what? you mean, I don't know what you're talking about, the, the cars that run on electricity? Right, exactly, Teslas. There's been stories in the news about There's them catching on fire. There's been cars that catch on fire. Yeah, but this is like a, a common thing for the Tesla. Is it? Yeah, maybe. How many stories are there? I've, I've read several, <laughs> several, enough to say I'm not buying a Tesla. Sure, you oh. wouldn't buy one anyway. Teslas are pretty, I just Googled image it. Uh, I'm going to go with Tesla. What about you, Chris? Um, ever since I watched the movie Triple X, that 67 GTO that Vin Diesel yeah. drives gives me a cargasm. A cargasm. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a genius automobile. Right on, man. Cool. Thanks Thank for calling.
Thanks. See you later. You ever seen that movie? Negative. God, it's awful. <laughs> Fra- Frankie is on the phone. Hello, Frankie. What's going on, guys? Good to hear from you, man. What is your question? I guess my question is, uh, who do you hope to see next at Rocklahoma? Who do I hope to see next at Rocklahoma? Uh, I'll go first. I think it would be, I don't know if it'll ever happen, but I think Iron Maiden would be awesome at Rocklahoma. Really good answer. <laughs> uh, Cornflick. Uh, I think Judas Priest, Tool. Uh, Just pick one so yep. you don't steal everybody's. Judas Priest. <laughs> uh, Sam. Bayside Duck. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Gimpy. Slipknot. Slipknot. Uh, what do you think, Frankie? Man, I'd love to see a Vince Sevenfold, man. <laughs> right on, brother. I sure appreciate the call, man. You guys have a good day. You too, Frankie. See you later. Uh, always vigilant. Vigilante is on the phone. Hey, man. Hey, what's up, guys? Good. Do you need to take care of that kid? Uh, nah, he's, he's all right. My wife's gone. Okay, good. What's up, brother? Uh, well, I was wondering, if you had a dream vacation, anywhere you could go, one week, where's the location and why? Okay. One week dream vacation, cornflake. All right. Uh, Australia. Always wanted to go there. Crazy animals, lots of women, beautiful weather. Send me. Sam. Uh, I would want to go to Europe, like Paris and Italy, and just like travel around and see all that culture. I've never been to that continent. Gimpy. I like to go to uh, the land down under. I like to go to Australia. That'd be fun. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to pick uh, Turks Caicos, I think would sound good. A nice little resort area where you could just get away. It's kind of small. That would be awesome. Nice. What about? What do you think, Vigilante? What would yours be? Well, I'm thinking either the Cascade Mountains or... The mountain that's in uh, Himalayas, going to the Himalayas, that would be nice. Oh, too. right on. Cool. Right on. Great question, man. Thanks so much. All right, y'all go. See, see you later. Hey, hey. Yes, sir. Be vigilant. Yes, sir. All right, see you later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Stay safe, citizen. <laughs> that's a vigilante. You gotta tell him to be vigilant. Uh, Jeremy, go ahead, man. You're on the air for to tell the truth. Hi. Hi. My, my, uh, my question is, what would be your dream concert? The biggest band, the, the band that you love the most, who would, who would that be you'd want to see? Quick question, though, for con- dead or alive, any band, or they have to be alive? They have to be alive. Okay, have to be alive. All right. Uh, any concert, dream concert, Cornflake. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll come back to yeah, you. come back to me. Sam. Um, I guess I would like to see uh, uh, Lil Wayne, Mac Miller, and Taylor Swift all go on, tel- and con- <laughs> or on tour together. <laughs> That's, that's quite a mix. <laughs> yes, it is. Awesome. Uh, all right, Gimpy. I'm going to say Metallica. They're still alive, and I've never seen them. Right on. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Eminem. I would love to see Eminem. I think that would be an awesome show. What Eminem. about? Oh, wait. we got to go back to Cornflake. Cornflake. Okay, I'm going Meg Myers, Meshuggah, Sturgill Simpson, country singer. All right. <laughs> what about you, Jeremy? What would you pick? Uh, Foo Fighters. Right on. That's a good, solid one, too, man. Thanks for the call, brother. Hey, thank you. See you later. Yeah, Foo Fighters is solid. Uh, Dave, go ahead, Dave. You're on the air. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, man? Would any of you all like to race full-time dirt track? Yeah. Would, would any of us, like, make that, like, our full-time thing? Yeah, like every Saturday or something, you know, go to either Rujo or, or Salina or somewhere and, and race on a constant basis. Cornflake. Rujo? Where's that? That is on Pine Street. 
Hmm. All right, cornflake. Yeah, I would actually. It'd be awesome. Sam. Uh, no, I'm too much of a chicken. Not gonna lie. Gimpy. Totally, man. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with no. I like my uh, I like my weekends free. All right, Tim. What Y'all about, have a good. One. What about you, Dave? Yeah, but I'd probably flip it trying to get it off the trailer, so <laughs> it wouldn't do me much good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Have a great day, man. You too. See you later. I, that lifestyle is just, you got to be a special individual to do that because I just, I like my weekends and I don't like staying up till two o'clock in the morning. And right. that's ever, that is a lifestyle you've got to really love. Yeah. And they've been doing it probably forever and forever. they grew up with it. So they're yeah. used to it. Somebody that just got thrown into the mix like us, but I still think it'd be awesome. Though. Maybe if I was 20, like 25 or something, yeah, I would maybe, okay. but. It seems super time consuming, like obviously, but I mean, and not financial. just your weekend. Yeah, not just your weekend, but after getting your car worked up, and yeah. Andy is on the phone. Andy, what is your question for to tell the truth? Uh, yeah, my question is: if you guys had to choose one other person from the show to kill, who would it be? Oh, okay, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> and how would you do it? Oh, okay, uh, let's go to Cornflake. Cornflake. Gibby. Wow, <laughs> that was too quick. Right, that was quick. Too quick. <laughs> Uh, Sam. Uh, yeah, I, I would have to choose Gimpy. <laughs> really? I would poison him so that it wouldn't hurt. Like, it wouldn't be too awful. Uh-huh. Maybe, like, he would just get sick over. Being poison's awful. Well, I mean, but he wouldn't know. Like, so it would a slow just death? Be, yeah, well, like, um, like you know, you could put antifreeze, and then it makes stuff sweet. And then, like, <laughs> and then the person just acts drunk. Like, they don't know any better. Yeah, but you get violently sick. Okay, all right. Gimby. <laughs> what was the question again? Am I poisoning somebody or yeah, killing who somebody? Kill? Who would you kill on the show? You could pick one person on the show to kill. Oh, that would be Big Sammy Squatch Crotch over there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, I think my answer is going to surprise some people. I'm going to I'm gonna kill Cornflake. Wow. Yeah. I thought I was a shoe in for right, that one. <laughs> right? no. Keep you on your toes. Andy, who would you pick? Uh, I think I'd kill Cornflake, too. Really? Right on, yeah. man. <laughs> all right, brother. Thanks so much. Thank you. I love you guys. Love you too, brother. See you later. Except you, Cornflake. (laughs) You, debatable. (laughs) Thomas is on the phone. Hey, Thomas, how are you? What's going on, guys? What's your question, man? Um, It's not really a question. I guess it's kind of a question. Um, You guys are talking about Australia. Um, I'm originally from there. You don't say. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I guess my question would be, uh, you know, coyotes are a nuisance around here. Um, Roos there in Australia, they're they're a nuisance. And we got to where we would kind of, I say kind of, we would get to where we'd sneak up behind them instead of wasting shells on them because there's so many. We'd get to where we'd sneak up behind them and just cut their throat with a knife. Would that be something you guys would do on a trip to Australia? <laughs> so they're a nuisance? <laughs> they are pests? They're You can legally hunt kangaroos there? Yeah, they're a nuisance. They're a nuisance species. Nuisance? I'm in. Yes. Sam. No. Yeah. Gimby. Totally. Yeah, if that's what the locals do, I'm down, man. Yeah, cornflake. Uh, dude, I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you ever say crikey? Crikey? No, I don't. <laughs> awesome. Right on, man. I feel cultured. All right, awesome. Thanks for making our show sound smarter, Thomas. You bet, guys. Have a good one. All right, see you later. <laughs> We're international. We don't need to syndicate. We're international already. Uh, let's go to Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, how are you? Hey, good. How are you guys? Good. What's your question? Uh, my question is, if uh, you guys had to live in any time period, you know, whether it's 70s, 60s, 50s, uh, where would you be? Where do you think you most fit in? One of my favorite questions we get, cornflake. I would go uh, for the turn of the first century, not first century, but uh, 
about the year 1000. Yeah, that era, England. Really? Yeah, totally. Okay. Medieval times. Sam? Um, I want to say the 60s, because okay. I'd be cute hippie. All right. Uh, Gimpy? I would say the, the 70s. The 70s, I believe, was the time of free love and as many drugs as one can take in. So, yeah. 70s. Me too. That's the one. My favorite answer. 70s. Total disco era. Drugs. Studio. Uh, what is 54? it? Studio 54. Yeah. New York. Like lots of drugs. Lots of sex. Yeah. What about yeah. you, Jeremy? Oh, totally the 70s. Same reason. Sex, drugs, uh, rock and roll, man. Right on, brother. Thanks for calling, man. It was great hearing from you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye now. Last call for to tell the truth. Let's go to Smart Guy. Hello, Smart Guy. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Morning. Cornflake. What's up, dude? This is the uh, listener of the week from yesterday. <laughs> you like you like my voice, bro? Does it sound sexy? You aroused? You aroused, bro? Damn it. Thank you, he's drunk. <laughs> that is it. That's to tell the truth. We're going to take a break. We'll be back. Let's go, Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names! The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Qualifying people to win a Polaris ATV from Miller Lite. Real simple. All you need to do is be listening. We make it simple for you. Chance coming up with Lynn and Casey throughout the day. Every hour with us in the Big Mad Morning Show. Again, it's all from Miller Lite. Story in the news, if you haven't seen this. A Louisiana inmate is set to be free after 43 years wow. in solitary confinement. 43 uh, years alone. How do you go 43 years in solitary straight? Like, shouldn't there be like a bridge to like maybe, you know, 40 years and then three years we're going to test you out with other people to see how you do? Sure. It's Castaway. When he yep. comes back and he's eating all that food and they're all like barely eating it and he just can't even believe it. Remember? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, there needs, oh, that's, that doesn't sound right. The man's name is Albert, uh, Albert Woodfox. He's the longest serving prisoner in solitary confinement in the U.S., a federal judge has ordered his release from the Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola. He's a former Black Panther Party prison leader. Say that five times fast. <laughs> He's now 68 years old, served 43 years in prison for the murder of a prison guard in 1972. He's the last of the Angola Three, a group of Louisiana prisoners accused of fatally stabbing a 23-year-old guard at the Angola Penitentiary. Wow. I can't believe they're letting him out. Like, if he did something so bad that he's in solitaire, then why, I just, should he be in society? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. The judge has called for an unconditional release and ruled that the man will not be subject to a third trial. Woodfox was convicted at both of his trials, but the convictions were later overturned due to lack of evidence, and on grounds of racial prejudice. Amnesty International and the U.N. had previously condemned the treatment of Wood Fox as inhumane, and a spokesperson for the Amnesty International told the AP that Brady's ruling 
marks a monumentous step towards justice. 43 years in the same hole. Man. Man. How is he not insane, you know, clawed his eyes out type of thing? Yes. The thought of that is just like, I I would go crazy. You wonder why some of these guys that go in prison and they come out buff because that's all there is. Just work out, do push-ups, pull-ups, whatever. <laughs> push-ups and pull-ups, or push-ups and sit-ups the whole time. Yeah. Right? And play cards and drink coffee. Wow. Right. I, I can't even put my mind around that. Or I think of Cool Hand Luke when he's in that hole. <laughs> Don't finish your plate, spend a night in the box. Yeah. Have you seen this movie, Sam? Mm-mm. It is fantastic. It may be one of the best dude movies of all time. So like every, one of the best. I'm not saying yeah. it's the best. I'm saying it's one of the best. Every guy has seen it. Every guy should see it. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. I I think so. I think every guy would be. What's the big um the big line from that movie? What we have here is failure to communicate. Okay. I thought there was another one. My boy says he can eat fifty eggs. He can eat fifty eggs. Yeah. <laughs> There's a part where he eats hard boiled eggs. 50 hard-boiled eggs. Right. Probably one of the hottest non-nudity sex scenes in a movie. Oh, my God. Watching a guy eat eggs? No, right. no. There's a no. Not, uh, period. Start <laughs> yeah. new sentence. Okay, because that's where I was. What's wrong with was you like, guys? What? And the way this man eats eggs. Oh, my, oh my God. <laughs> no, it's... Oh she's wa- she's washed. They're working on their uh, chain gang, and they're working on the road, and they're watching this woman wash a car, and she knows they're watching her. Uh-huh. And that gets sudsy, and she washes it with her boot. I mean, it's there's some cheesy acting, but oh my god, it is a fantastic scene. Seriously, though, I just had to say this when you were talking about. No, I know, I got it, I got it. You thought I was talking about men and how attractive men are. I was thinking of a guy oiled up with just like, like Gaston style, like you know, like what, like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, because he's like muscly and he. Sorry, I would have never known that reference. Yeah, but I picture like a a Gaston looking guy, and then like throwing him up in the air and eating him like Gaston, like like fifty times. That's what I pictured for a sexy guy eating eggs, (laughs) Like, like a cartoon. Yeah, I guess not. Pizza Hut is bringing stuffed hot dogs. I'm sorry, crust stuffed with hot dogs to America. Even worse. Oh, that sounds horrible. Why? <laughs> I'm down to try. Why? I don't know. Do you like sausage rolls? Yeah, sausage rolls, yeah. Because I, I, that's something I don't get that people love here. But that's essentially what you're eating there, is a sausage roll. I don't, there's something very distinct about the, the, the donut shop sausage roll. Nothing else tastes like it. It tastes like a donut shop sausage roll. Okay. This is pretty much the same thing. I don't know. Hot dogs and pizza? Yeah, that that, that doesn't... I'm picturing when you go ballpark, not, you know, an actual kielbasa or anything, but yeah, it doesn't sound good. It's sold in the UK, Australia, South Korea, and even Canada, but they've never sold it in America. They'll bring their hot dog stuffed crust pizza (laughs) a week from (laughs) Thursday. Um, have you, do you ever put hot dogs in your macaroni and cheese? Negative. I no? Do. Negative. No. Oh, it's so it's good. good stuff, man. Yeah. No, not for me. It's not. I, I also don't like hot dogs in like pork and beans. So are you just not a hot dog fan? I like regular hot dogs with mustard on them at the ballpark. In a bun. In my life, I have had hot dogs outside of a ballpark, maybe as an adult, maybe five times. Wow. 
It's an American meal. Is it? Yeah, hot dogs, hot dogs and hamburgers. Hamburgers, yes. Yeah, hot dogs and hamburgers are like every Fourth of July. Like I think of a like you know, American food. That's that's like hot dogs and hamburgers. Sure, hamburgers, fried chicken, pizza. Mm-hmm. To me, all that is American food as well. Yeah, we took it over. We, but but we I'm not it. I'm not the big hot dog lover like you. <laughs> do you you love it? I'm I'm talking about the food. I'm not trying to be sexually in the window. I'm I saying do, I do love hot dogs. I think hot dogs are bomb. Do like, you now? Will you eat them in the bun or no? Yeah, I only I don't eat them by themselves. You don't? I only like them in the bun. You only like them in the bun? Or I mean, in my mac and cheese, like cut up, that's good too. So you'll I'm eat, down with that. You'll eat a cheesy hot dog, essentially. Have you ever Have you ever had the hot dogs with the cheese already stuffed in them? Uh, no. Dude, they're so good. They're so delicious. Now is because normally like, there's the burger we get at Fat Guys that has the butter and the cheese in it, and it. Like goes everywhere when you take a bite. Is that what happens with the hot dog that's filled with cheese? Uh, yeah. Does it squirt like all over? Well, yeah, because they don't do it just in one place. They stuff it like in like four different places, so it'll come out the bottom and in the sides and stuff. So it'll catch you off guard. You silly yeah. sausage! <laughs> it'll catch you off guard. It'll be a surprise. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> Still handle it though. <laughs> uh, uh, have you been to? Okay, well, you haven't been to Gnarly Dog then. If you haven't, if you I made a gnarly dog. Okay. Yeah. What's gnarly dog? Gnarly dog is a awesome hot dog restaurant. Yeah. It's amazing. Ooh. You know what? I need to. I recant my statement because I've eaten at Coney Islander a bunch, dude. And I I don't look at that as like a hot dog. I I look at it as a Coney Islander. I'm a senior card holder, but it is totally to a hot dog. It's totally a hot dog. Mm. Have you had a Coney Islander? No. <gasps> you haven't. I know where we're going. That we're is totally yeah, right. <laughs> we that up- is totally a non. Oh, my God. We lived a block from one when we were living together. I, I can't believe you never went there. Holy crap. They're chili that they put on them. Mm. They're tamales. Oh, my God. With cheese. Tamales? I don't do the onions. Yeah, they have tamales at them. Some do. Oh, only some? Some, some Coney Islanders have tamales. Sam, they're amazing. Mustard, chili, cheese. Oh. I'm hungry for Steamed buns. I don't know how they get their buns so steamed and delicious. Dude. <laughs> I'm I'm drooling right now at the You're thought of, of of Coney Islanders. Love, love them buns. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam, you have no idea. It'll change the way. It'll change hot dogs forever for you. Okay. I'm not. I'm telling you, you'll like it sloppy. <laughs> They're sloppy, and you'll get oh, yeah. five at a time. Oh yeah, on. like it's nothing. Yeah, it's always so humid in there. It is. And they got the word thing. The word thing you got to figure out. Yeah, the word word jumble. Yeah, it's fun. I'm telling you, change your world. Okay. All right, last thing. Uh, Starbucks is doing new flavors. What? Oh, I'm so excited for this. Red Velvet. Does Red Velvet even have a flavor? Because everything yes, chocolate. I've, I've never tasted, like I eat the Red Velvet cake. I have the Red Velvet ice cream. It doesn't have a flavor to it. Yeah, it's chocolate. Red Velvet is chocolate. Doesn't taste chocolatey to me. Uh, it's chocolate with red dye in it. Interesting. Lemon bar. Yeah. Oh, I love lemon anything. Caramel cocoa cluster. <laughs> oh, like caramel coconut. Yeah, I'm down. Cotton candy. Oh, oh yuck. Oh, God. Ugh. Cupcake. Okay, that sounds tasty. Cinnamon roll. That sounds delicious. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. Cinnamon dolce syrup, white chocolate, mocha sauce, vanilla bean, and coffee. Woo! They're only available for a limited time. I hate when they do that. 
Because, like, their mocha coconut I got really used to, and I loved it, and they only have it in summertime sometimes. It's rude. <laughs> That's so you'll, It's like the McRib, you know? Yeah, I know, but I just they want it They make you want it. I want to drink wintertime when it's cold outside, and I want, like, a little tropical in my drink. Sure. All right, we got to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back find out what everybody learned. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We're going to find out what everybody learned. You tell us your favorite part of the show. One text I wanted to comment on. Is anyone really surprised Corbin is too good to just enjoy a hot dog? <laughs> like it's poor people food? Listen, I said I enjoy them at the ballpark or at Coney Islander just because I don't sit at home and crave a meat log, you weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Meat log. (laughs) All right, let's find out what everybody learned. Cornflake, what did you learn today? I learned that a natural human micturation is grounds for divorce. And uh, I didn't lose my watch. Richard did. That's right. Sam, what did you learn today? Um, the real reason that Gimpy and Cornflake have never hooked up is because Cornflake's not down with the handicap. And uh, <laughs> Corbin only wants a hot dog at events where he can stare at wooden bats and balls. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Uh, I learned that Sam's sister used to rub it on her face. And I also learned that Cornflake found a picture of a shaved bear on the internet. And they've been happily together ever since. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I get it. I learned at a sex party for disabled people, parking is going to be an issue. (laughs) Let that one soak in for a second. I learned today that Sam's sister rubs it in her face and Sam doesn't like a plain wiener. (laughs) All right. Good morning. What'd you learn today? I learned that Sam loves a hot dog in her butt. Right. Good morning. What'd you learn today? You're on the air. Go ahead. Good morning. I learned that Sam's going to get her some sloppy sausage today. <laughs> Good morning. What'd you learn today? John Henry, Port City. I learned Jeff from Muskogee wants to have a cart race in Walmart parking lot with all the hobos. Hey, Jeff from Muskogee, we'll be cheating in Walmart parking lot with the shopping carts. I like racing on June 5th, 2015. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. That's- okay. Good morning. What'd you learn today? Yeah, I learned that Sam likes it when it's stuffed in four different places. <laughs> I, I don't feel oh good about God. taking another call. No. I feel like we have reached the pinnacle for the show. That, There's the line. It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Stephen Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Cornflake. Was that an eagle? This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. You guys, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. 
The Big Mad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give Corbin and Biggie the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. We honor and respect you. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. God bless Tulsa.